Hey everybody, it's uh, me again. We're continuing our quarantine-themed episodes. Um, we're going to be talking about cartoon characters, so uh, as I promised, no more food. This is a real fun one, and uh, i got to be honest, there's a lot more fun ones to come. It's going to be a two-parter. The first part, we're going to go through uh, the top 32 of the bracket. Continue to support your local breweries, um, local restaurants, get everybody uh, back to work. Um, anyway... Without further ado, here is us arguing about some cartoons. Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. I was really waiting for Mark to do something wacky there. I don't know why. thought it was going to happen. Came. I'm only half, well, maybe five-eighths through this Imperial Porter. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Well, I look forward to better speech in a few minutes. Okay. Guys, you guys have been on the show so many times, you should just introduce yourselves now. Greg Kelly, coming to you live. Jen Ooh. Kelly. And oh, last but Pete. not least. Yeah. It's Pete. I'm sorry. I'm still pissed off that I just found out I'm not getting a paycheck for this shit. But yeah, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, at least we all had adjusted the basement. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you know, you do you, have you to got drink. Tired of feeding on the cave crickets, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you do have to. You do have to. Uh, you do have to drink a sour beer every episode from now on, though. Oh, no problem. Well, I've only got one left. No, no, no. I'll drop off some sour beers. Oh, sour beer. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, Justin. No. I, I heard tales of uh, last time we did this. I heard tales of beer showing up in my uh, in my bo- in my uh, mailbox box and. You know, all week I ran to my mailbox like a small child, and no yeah. beer appeared. Yeah, I definitely That's fucked. Nice. You. I definitely fucked you on that. I, the beer is in my refrigerator, so I didn't drink it. So I didn't totally fuck you. I sort of half fucked you by not dropping it off. Okay, so it was just a tip. I was supposed to give it to Mark when he dropped off something at my house for me, but completely forgot. Okay. Well, then I'll uh, continue to sit there and under my porch and stare at my mailbox until it's magical. Although I do have this. By the way, what Justin, is that? I can't those beers. It was really nice of you. Yeah, thanks for the beers, Justin. Yeah, well, when it's when, when you're when I'm literally driving past you to get to my get to my house, it's a lot easier. Okay, okay, I know where I stand. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I I hate every one of you. It's okay. All of it's you. Okay. I'm, I'm lumping Pete and Mark into this too, just from just because. Remember that. Okay. The years mean nothing. I understand. All right, so. Since, uh, let's go back to some more of our fond friends from our childhood that probably cared for us more than some of the current ones do. Um, we're doing our bracket this week on assorted cartoon characters. And this is a big one. Justin, you did a great job setting this one up, and we all kind of oh, yeah. a little more feedback into it. But this is one that we had to cut off at 64 and not one that we had to struggle to make. You know, even 32 out of, like, some of the other ones. Yeah, we didn't have to make up shit like Benny Hanna to get there. Or add in restaurants that aren't really sit-down restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. All right, so we've got a wide variety. We've got classic Hanna-Barbera cartoons. We've got modern-day cartoons. We've got the Warner Brothers cartoons. We've got some... Action adventure. We've got all sorts of ones in here, so I'm really excited about this one. There's some Disney characters in here. We got a couple MTV folk. Like, there's a really pretty good cross section of cartoons, and yet there's still 
whole categories that we didn't touch. Like I mentioned, we, we really didn't touch like the anime section at all. And there's probably a lot more current ones that we haven't gotten into that I don't know if you guys have watched all, but some of them are pretty good. Like Adventure Time. Yeah, Adventure Time's pretty good. Um, you know, there's all sorts of stuff. One of the uh, yeah, one of the yeah, things that Jim that Jim brought right up in. was that we could we could probably do a whole one a whole thirty two bracket on Simpsons characters. Oh, dude, we could do 60, 64 on the, on the Simpsons. Oh yeah, you know. We should. Yeah, we I should. agree. All right. Okay. Troy, are we all? <laughs> Troy McClure. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's uh let's dive right in then to the first uh, matchup the one. D- to the 64. This one's coming in with a really good one seed of Bugs Bunny going up against 64 Danger Mouse. Okay. So I, I have strong feelings for Danger Mouse. It was one of my favorite cartoons growing up. I, it's cur- it had a resurgence in my house because my son was on Netflix and we, he saw Danger Mouse, the new version. There's a new, there are two or three new seasons of Danger Mouse. And they're fantastic. Just as, just as good, if not better than the originals. And then... They have classic Danger Mouse on the on there too, so we watch them both. And my son calls them nice. new, new school and old school Danger Mouse. So he's not wrong. No, so I've been watching those, and I I just love that character. He's hysterical. His he he works great with his sidekick Pemberton or some shit like that. I'm really terrible with, with names of anything. Um, so you know that I, it's got to be Danger Mouse. Bugs Bunny's really good. But honestly, without the without the other characters, he doesn't carry the whole thing. Like he needs an Elmer Fudd. Like he needs that. All right, I gotta disagree because I think Bugs Bunny is hysterical, and Bugs Bunny gets major props for being like the OG great hysterical cartoon in the way that, like, in the mannerisms. The stuff that Bugs Bunny pulled off in the 40s and the 50s is stuff that we can't even put on TV now. <laughs> like, And I think Bugs Bunny is hysterical. Bugs Bunny taught me more about classical music than almost anything else that I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah. And I, Bugs Bunny is, for the win. is so um, ubiquitous and so part of the fabric of American cult, of American society that can't possibly lose the Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse is British, right? Oh yeah. I don't know if the show. I, I, I don't know if the show is British. I know he, like he himself, is British, and it's set in Britain. I and he, was, he lived in a. What was it? A phone booth or was it a mailbox? One of those, right? He, he, I think it was like a phone booth that was, but it looked like a skyscraper. They, it was that. That's one of those shows that went between like him being big enough to be in real life and him being small, like just. Transitioned like very fluidly with how big he was. Whatever the writers needed. Yeah. I, I I remember when I was a kid, Danger Mouse was like appointment television. I remember watching it a lot. That being said, like I don't remember a hell of a lot about the character. I remember trying to watch an episode like last year because I found it on something or other, a streaming service, and it didn't hold my interest actually. But it's interesting that there's a new one. I think I like to just see. Is, is it better than the old one? What do you think? I look. I think it, it, it's. I think it's better, especially because the animation is you know way cleaner and it's computer animated and everything. And I think yeah. that it's a little faster paced than the old one. So yes, I think that it would keep your keep your attention a lot better. Um, I think I do think it's. I would say that that's better. That it's better. Yes, I still love the old one, but it's, it's definitely better. 
I, I mean, I, I remember, remember liking the show, but I don't remember a lot about it. Bugs Bunny, on the other hand, I, I got respect for someone who will fearlessly fuck with anyone until they lose their mind. Um, <laughs> and I need to, I need to vote for him. Um, but, but mad respect to Danger Mouse. I think I got the same story because I, I, I think that Danger Mouse could have done well in this bracket if it didn't get such a tough first round matchup because Danger Mouse is kick-ass and it was a great show and I grew up watching it consistently but Bugs Bunny's Bugs Bunny so Bugs Bunny wins I'm not even going to discuss it any further same same story Danger Mouse was a very good show it was a British show um, I just looked it up so not only was he British but the show was um, but Bugs Bunny for the win you can't compare with Bugs Bunny and I like the classical music aspects as well, Kevin. Kill the rabbit, kill the rabbit. With my sword and magic helmet. With my sword and magic helmet. It's so good. It's so, so funny. And I mean, further on, like, I, I'll, I'll bring this up. You know what, I'll save it. Because when he gets to round two, I'll explain to you why he should win round two as well. Yeah, I mean, um, it matters, but I'm also voting for Bugs Bunny. I don't recall ever really watching that much of Danger Mouse, in all honesty, so... It was a late night, not late night, but late later Nickelodeon thing when we were kids, I think. Yeah, Mark, I know we're not that much younger than the rest of the folks on here, but like, I feel like that's one of those ones where those couple years make a big difference. Yeah, I think Mark, you're probably we right. On, we missed on uh, Danger Mouse and a couple of the other ones that didn't hit. Yeah, yeah. I think it just didn't right hit our age bracket. Yeah, probably. All right, I've updated the bracket. You should all, you should all see the update. That's a fancy shit. All right. Wait a second. Before we move on, I just want to talk about what everybody's drinking. We're gonna get a following. We're gonna watch this live on the internet. Um, we chose this one for um for Mark's benefit. It is a po'boy. Um, tropical infusion, guava, mango, and of course passion fruit. Of course, passion fruit. Orange cider. So, Mark hates passion fruit so much. He hates it. I don't I like. Me too. I, for the win. So I drank. I've, I've got a. I drank a little, uh, like a half glass of the Aslik Baltic Porter. Delicious. I drank. I finished. Just finished the can of Together We Can Beat This. And I'm about to open a, uh, that's from me, me, WA Meadworks, and I'm about to open a Blue Dream Blueberry Sour Ale from Ghost. Oh. It's actually that's a sour, sour IPA, right? What, yeah, it's a, it says Sour Ale on it. He never called it a sour IPA. And then someone said, this is a great sour IPA. I saw it the other day, and I look at the side, it goes, hops, lemon drop, Ella. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I saw a sour IPA on the Feed, I maybe I saw it on Facebook. So maybe it was different. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm still down for it either way. I like sour IPAs. I love Bel Air from Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn for getting a gold medal at the uh, Governor's Cup. Oh, did they? Yeah, full bottles in the fridge though. Yeah, they had the yeah, Bel Air got a gold medal in, in the uh, sour category. Did they did, have they changed it all, or is it still the same recipe? Same, as far as I know, it's the same. It's, it's, it's delicious beer. Yeah, that one's pretty. Good. They do uh, cans of that, don't they? I've only ever seen it in six packs of bottles, but that's I, last time I had okay, it was probably that's, two years maybe ago. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but I like that one. I've had that one a couple times. Me, I'm uh, I'm finishing up my last of the uh, left hand milk stouts that I have, and 
I'm just cleaning up uh, all the little odds and ends that I have floating around in my fridge right now. Good call. Uh, but I got this sweet glass with uh, for the How I Met Your Mother's fan puzzles. Nice. <laughs> you know, no less calls. No less calls. What do you What are you drinking, Mark? I am uh, polishing up this bottle of. Uh... Actually, does it have a name? I don't know if it has a name. I think it's just Imperial Porter that's bourbon barrel aged from Collective Arts, which is uh, imported from Canada. Nice. Is that a, when you say bottle, you're talking about like a 750 or? Uh, what is this? 500. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I saw that it was one of those uh, one of those bottles. That's awesome. So, Pete. It's, uh, it's an 11.5% alcohol, so. Oh. Rock on. Um, so, so Pete, what are you? You're, are you um, drainoing your bowels again this week? Yeah, I, I continue to work my way through the Mike's Hard Black Cherry Lemonade that has been resting near my kitchen baseboard for two years. That was bottled on an unknown date. Although Kim, Kim seems to think this might only be a year old. Um, I, I don't think it tastes a year old. I think it's, it's kind of you know Mesozoic era taste, but I really don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't die after last week, so I've got two more to go through, and I'm, I'm saving them for the honor of this podcast. To be rolling the dice again, I like yeah, it. To be, to I, be, I, I'm a gambling man. What, what, you didn't kill Pete, me, I'm rolling again. Pete and I played, uh, Pete and I played Call of Duty like, like uh, 14-year-olds till like 2.30 in the morning last week after this podcast. Yeah. And, uh, fueled by uh, Code Red? Yeah, I got I to be surprised. Pete said he needed a little break between the podcast and jumping on. He told me 10 minutes. I thought he was going to be like spray dumping himself for like... You know, at least a half an hour, 45 minutes after drinking that thing. But no, 10 minutes he was there. So he was no worse for wear after drinking it. I uh, I have an iron constitution. Excellent. A little rusty, but yeah. All right. Um, so the, Good job. All right, Kev. R- r- bring up the next one. I'm going to rinse my glass out. All right. Our next matchup brings another uh, classic powerhouse here. Donald Duck going up against Yosemite Sam. So... For me, this one is tough. I understand the classic nature of Donald Duck, and I appreciate that he is a veteran. But Yosemite Sam, to me, has always been hysterical. I think he's a riot, and I love the mustache. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> I haven't decided on a vote yet, but that's just my take on it initially. I don't know. Donald Duck is the only one that ever calls Mickey Mouse on his bullshit. <laughs> okay. Well, from my, he's generally from my... unagreeable in just about any scenario. Disagreeable, oh. rather. Because he's a sailor. They're miserable fucks. He's pissed if, you're tra- if you were trapped on a boat out at sea, away from Daisy, all that time, wouldn't you be irritated as well? There's even an episode of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse where Donald Duck is like, why the fuck is it always about Mickey? I'm going to build my own clubhouse. I know, I like that one. So, I'm glad you I brought... I'm glad you... Yosemite Sam has that sweet, sexy accent, you know? I'm glad you brought up uh, uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse because I liked all those characters up until that show came on the air. Like, up until I had a child, I should say. And I had to watch that show. Yeah, that, sh- that show's trash. After watching that show, I I can't stand any of those characters. I hate all of them. 
I want there to be an episode at some point where they all get swallowed up by the mouse Cthulhu thing and just taken away into oblivion. That thing is terrifying, by the way. Like, like that is like dystopian AI nightmare bullshit waiting to happen that day. Can I just say that the, the writing on that show is so fucking lazy. So yeah. lazy. Dude, dude, the mouse, like, every time they're like, they'll shoehorn, like, random mouse tools. They'll be like, giant yeah. pencil with erasers on both ends. Yeah, right, exactly. Fuck that. Can we just, no, I'm just talking about, like, the idea of, like, like the way they shoehorn, the way they force mouse into all the things. They're not even, like, good portmanteaus. They're terrible. Yeah. Terrible. That show's lazy, terrible. Lazy fucking writing. I'm, I, I, you know, and also because. Well, here's the thing. You watch old Daffy Duck. Not is it that? Sorry, old Donald Duck. I'm gonna do that all night. Old Donald Duck, and you're like, okay, I understand what he's saying, like in terms of like understanding the voice, and the voice is pretty decent. As time has gone on, the 55 different people they have voicing that character, because all you have to do is essentially put a sponge in your mouth and you can make the sound. It's gotten worse and worse to the point where I can barely understand him, and I don't want to anymore. Um, I also love Yosemite Sam. I love the whole idea of, of he only says about nine different things, and they're and every time he does each of them, they're hysterical. I, I, it's so much of a I enjoy watching that so much more. I'm going Yosemite Sam. I'm going against like tradition and and like cl- classic characters. I'm going Yosemite Sam too. I am too. I'm, I'm doing it for the same exact reasons. I really like Donald Duck. I love the classic history. I love what he has been and what he brings. Um, but you know, Terry Sam is a great character. And yes, he does only have a very few lines. There are some classics in there. And I, I know my opinion doesn't necessarily matter, but you know, I'm <laughs> Sam because you're you're one. honest, I'm, I don't like Donald Duck. No, it's, uh, what, what don't you like about Donald Duck? I'm wondering. I don't know. He's always loud and angry. I don't know. Never really loved him. I don't really like Mickey Mouse for that matter either. Unpopular opinion. No, very popular with me. I don't. I think it's a shallow character at best. At best. But also the voices—they just—they write. They go right through me. I also want to point out that it's post like 1924, so you definitely have a vote here. Just pointing that out. Suffrage has occurred. Did you know that? No. I do love this and they Sam. So. No, no, I didn't. Go- I didn't Google that because I'm probably wrong. <laughs> I just took took a random guess based on based on uh, watching Boardwalk Empire. Okay, <laughs> that's the important part. Um, I mean, I I'll tell you why. Even though, even though I'm not like I'm, I'm on board with Yosemite Sam, but I'll give Donald Duck a vote because I think he refu- I don't think he deserves to get swept. So I'm giving one vote to Donald Duck. Even though he's in the loss, I think uh, he deserves at least one vote. Oh, no, I'm with you there, Kevin. It's Donald Duck over you, so many Sam for me. Oh, okay. All right, wait a second. So we got... It's 4-2, Yosemite. Okay, all right. All right, so Yosemite Sam moves on. All right. So I'm glad that the first two kind of went to classic cartoons and we got a chance to look at you know older ones because now this third matchup really starts to bring us forward a lot where we have Ren of Ren and Stimpy fame versus Spongebob so you really have moved forward you know 50 years all of a sudden from some of these characters 
This yeah. is this uh, is really fringe for me in terms of watching. I was just oh, getting too okay. re- really too old to watch cartoons like of that of, of this ilk when they they came about, and especially for me because I was way too serious of a kid. I really didn't watch too much cartoons. I was watching Bassmasters instead. Um, <laughs> I really was. That's I really was. I put on ESPN every Saturday morning and watch and watch all you the fishing shows. That flying lure infomercial thing. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! I had those shits too. They worked. Listen, the only thing that I've ever seen on those flying shows lure. that I want to do is from the Bass Pro Shop commercials where they have like the test pool in the store. I always wanted to see one of those, and I still want to see one of those because I haven't been to a Bass Pro Shop yet. And I'm just like, that looks pretty cool. I did I that shit. I did that shit in Isla Mirada when I went down for a wedding. We were in the Keys. <laughs> and I did that. It was badass, dude. It's like you just, every every cast, you're like, whoa, what the fuck? This is easy. Uh, but yeah, the uh, I, I, yeah, I was too, a little, little too old. Um, I'm going to, I have very limited knowledge of both of these cartoons. And I know how much people love SpongeBob. I mean, Jesus Christ, it was on Broadway. Um <laughs> Just based on the very limited shit that I know, I'm going to go with Spongebob. I feel like that, that character is something that I would enjoy watching more than... Ren and Stimpy, to me, was always stupid. Like, I never, ever... Like, I should watch it now when I'm a more fun person. But back then, I would watch it and I'd go, this is fucking dumb. But it's log. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, it's better as wood. What about Pattern Toast Man? No, come on. The Canadian killed the Yaks Man. <laughs> So for it's me, fourteen hours long. <laughs> yeah, you're right. What was I crank? It's going to be fourteen hours long. Listen. Oh yes. Yeah. No, no. I think that every week, and we get to about an hour and ten after the first round, and we're done within two hours, total of two hours with thirty-two every fucking time. Yeah. All right. So my thing is, Ren. When I when I was watching Ren and Stimpy, when I was a Younger, when I was a, I was an early team when Ren and Stimpy was on, and it was on MTV, and it was on late, and so Ren, Ren Stimpy had that like allure of like that new thing, like oh, it's kind of crude, like I'm not supposed to be watching it, but I'm kind of kind of watching. It had thirty jokes that I kind of got but didn't really understand, but I thought were funny, and then, and and then Justin, kind of like you said, like I kind of was a little, I missed SpongeBob the first time around because I was I wasn't in that bracket age bracket but then I've since watched a bunch of Spongebob and it's hysterical and Spongebob has really good writing and really funny jokes and a much and he's a much better character even though he's a little more irritating than Ren Ren is just like is just a foilable for the rest for Ren's just annoying I just dislike Ren. Yeah. He just, he just, he is a Chihuahua. Like, you just, I don't like Chihuahua dogs either. Like, you just want to hunt them. They're not enjoyable in any way. So, my vote's SpongeBob. I think they're both fairly annoying characters, to be honest with you. Um, Ren's just a whiny little bitch, and SpongeBob is so fucking annoying. He talks, he, he goes right through me, and my kids currently. Especially, my, my son is completely into this show right now, and it goes right through me. Like, I, I would rather anything on the television than Spongebob right now. Um, so I can't vote for Spongebob, and Jenny said the same thing, so we're both red votes. 
even though I don't like him either, really. This is a shitty fucking matchup. All right, 2-2. Two, two. I'm going to I want to start talking because I hope I'm not the deciding boat because I'm in the same boat that Justin is. Like, I, these were kind of both after my time. I haven't really watched either of them. And I actually had a similar reaction. I, I From the very little that I've watched of Ren and Stimpy, I have a negative reaction to the show. Um, but SpongeBob, I found tolerable. So I've, I've got a weekly vote for SpongeBob because um, this one's a little past me. All right, Mark. All right, Mark. Uh, I mean, I don't have any strong feeling here. But I guess I'll go for Spongebob, because didn't Spongebob and Patrick die under, like, a lamp pinned to cork in, like, one of the movies? Mm-hmm. That happened. Yeah. All right. So, Spongebob, yeah. Spongebob rockets through. You know, whenever there's, like, a serious mind fuck for the adolescents, that's where my vote goes. <laughs> Anytime somebody might be mild, might be even mildly traumatized, Mark is all for it. R.I.P. Optimus Prime. That's right. What? Don't, don't you, are you trying to tell me that you don't love Rodimus Prime? Oh my god. <laughs> all right. Our next matchup goes to um, kind of splits the difference here between the, the age bra- the uh, the age brackets. We get Glenn Quagmire going up against Tomcat. Do you mean Top Cat? No. It's Tom. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, that changes it a lot. Yeah. This is. This gets. It gets a. This. You know. I think for for four of us, for for Kevin, Mark, Pete, and myself, the Glenn Quagmire character from uh, Family Guy has additional meaning because we have a friend, um, Glenn. His name, oddly enough, is Glenn with two N's, just like that. Uh, who we have affectionately basically referred to as Quagmire for a long time. So, But the two of them can't possibly be different as human beings. Like, Glenn Quagmire is like a reprehensible human being. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I mean, are you saying Glenn has redeemable qualities? Glenn, no, listen, Glenn has redeemable qualities, but Glenn is getting closer and closer to reprehensible as, as time goes on. Like he's 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 coming closer to the dark side. We don't need to roast him in absentia. I'll I'll roast him in absentia all I want to. I'll call Um, another fucker on the phone right now. We need to get him. We need to get him on one of these episodes. By the way, I tried. I mean, I know. I I know. He's still trying to like hold his son down until he passes out. (laughs) I would really like Glenn to join us on one of these uh, I would, I would, I would really like him to be here right now so I could continue to roast him and he wouldn't get mad at me exactly <laughs> um, okay so looking at the characters Quagmire is is funny in that almost in that way that you're laughing because you're because otherwise you're just going holy crap this guy is so fucking terrible we can't possibly imagine that he's a human being like so we have to laugh because otherwise we're just going to cry at how horrible of a nervous actually yeah the nervous laughter sometimes tom is really entertaining tom can be entertaining but 
I feel like you. He's a very one-dimensional guy. Just got to get after Tweety Bird. Like, there's not a lot to him sometimes. Um, me? Yes. No, not yet. I wish I was. I'm just tired. <laughs> Tom Cat chases Jerry Mouse. Yeah, you're yeah. thinking of Sylvester the Cat. Oh, dude. Oh, oh, which so does sorry. underscore that this is not a very unique character. Thank you. Thank you. This is he is um, he is quite literally a lower rent ripoff of Sylvester the Cat. Like that is precisely when someone drew him, that was either their directive from their boss or they were like, Well, this worked over there. <laughs> I have a vague recollection, someone can tell me if I'm wrong, that like Tom is not necessarily quite as murder prone and and, and like vicious as, as Sylvester was. Like I feel like there were times where Tom and Jerry may have like hung out and it was cool for a minute before yeah. they went back to like chasing each other around, whereas yeah. Sylvester was just constantly trying to murder Tweety. But the mother was home, though. Whenever, whenever the, the mother was home, the grandmother or whatever was there, then they acted like they were best friends, and then all of a sudden they went back to chasing each other. Which one was that? Sylvester and Tweety or nah. Tom and Jerry? Tom and Jerry. That's Tom and Jerry? All right, I've apparently inseparably mashed them together in my brain because I'm having a really hard time separating them. With, with good reason. I'm going for Quagmire no matter what. What's up? I'm going for Quagmire no matter what. Okay. Because he's inappropriately wonderful. Yeah, when he fishes for his keys, when he opens the door and you can't see his lower body, and he keeps fishing for his keys, like, that's one of those things where you start laughing, and then you're like, come on, that's enough, and then, then you start laughing again. And it just keeps going, usually. It's yeah. like, wait, like... I gotta say, that drawn out and just, I'm gonna keep going with this forever, is the thing that turned me off from Family Guy. Oh, no. Me too. I I, I really loved the show for a long time, and then I just, I woke up one day and I just was not interested in doing it anymore. I was just like... three seasons were really good. And then it came back, when it came back, I'm gonna do eight other things. And then it really, like, went down the shitter. But, like, that one, like... Yeah, exactly. Like, that was funny the first three or four times, and then by the eighth time, it wasn't funny anymore. The chicken fights are always funny. Oh, they're always funny. I will give you the chicken. What? I think, yeah, there are more than two. Yes, I believe there's three or four. Oh, wow. I will give you the chicken fights are entertaining. Back in the day, they do not bother like that they last a long time, but they keep. But the scene is changing. It's not yeah. the. It's the same thing, but it's the scenery around it is changing. Otherwise, some of the other running jokes are just the same the, thing. Dude, the, the uh, and you're oh, right, Pete. We shouldn't hold that against Quagmire because we're judging that individual character. Yeah. But let's be honest. Most of his jokes are the same joke over and over anyway. That's true. You know, but he does have a great catchphrase. We'll giggity, 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 giggity. Oh. The chin and the all right is really is entertaining. Um, Since I can't distinguish who Tomcat is straight to my brain, I guess I have to go vote for Quagmire. So that's two for Quagmire. I'm going to go three for Quagmire. I actually really enjoy the Tom and Jerry cartoons quite a bit. I've been showing them to my son a couple weeks ago. They're, uh, They're very entertaining. I think actually in some ways more nuanced than Sylvester. Um, but I'm still going Quagmire, and it's not even just nostalgia. I, I don't know what it is. I still love Family Guy. It doesn't matter how many times you do the same shit. 
the Hawaiian punch dude running through shit is never going to get old for me. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> never. Um, but even just the character Quagmire. They also use Quagmire sparingly, unlike other characters. He's not in a lot of episodes, and when he is, he's very impactful in the episode. And sometimes they even give him depth. Like, they gave him a girlfriend once, and he was, like, he, like, started reading books instead of being, like, a, a hound dog. And he got, you know, it was almost like a Costanza, a Costanza episode when he, uh, when he starts reading books and shit. Um, so I, I think Quagmire definitely has more depth. I'm going to vote for Tom. He's, uh, he's a predator, and he has a life goal, and he tries to achieve it, and he's an uplifting, if not, you know, murderous figure. Well, I feel, like just, I feel like you just. I feel like I feel like you just described Greg, Greg Quagmire. He has a he has a goal in life. <laughs> he yeah, goes no, no, no. for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's even an episode where Chris Matthews shows up and tries to catch him. Yes, there is. Okay, all right. You have a point, uh, but I'm still going to vote for Tom. <laughs> Tom, Tom is. It's based on instinct, as opposed to well. Eh, <laughs> you got nothing. You got You're nothing. Right no, I'm done, Tom. Quagmire. <laughs> All right. Well, it doesn't. Yeah. I like Tom and Harry, but as far as death, it's Quagmire. All right. All right. <sighs> Okay, so our next one we have Butthead of Beavis and Butthead and Jerry Mouse of the same Tom and Jerry combination here. So, um, to me, this is interesting because you have two characters that are that are dependent on other characters to be interesting. I think Butthead's a terrible character. I think he's lame. And it's always to me. It was always Beavis was the one that was beat was the always the one that was doing the stupid shit that drove the show, and Butthead was just toting clips, just following along. Yeah, but Butthead would tell him to do it. Butthead was the boss. Yeah, and like, he Beavis, go go do that stupid thing over there. Timmy <laughs> <laughs> like he, he was a mastermind. My son comes home like this is about five months ago, four months ago. Comes home from my parents' house. He's sitting at the dinner table. He's four years old, for those at home who don't know. He jumps out of his chair, pulls his shirt up over his head, like this, yes. stands up and goes, I love that you're doing it. He right goes, now as well. I need TP. TP for my bunghole. <laughs> bungholeo. I'm not kidding. I dropped my glass out of my hand and was crying. I was laughing so hard. And then I remembered that when we stole cable as a kid, you know, like we had the cable box that, you know, gave us free cable and pay-per-view. Yeah. We watched, me and my father watched Beavis and Butthead do America like every day, all day for like three weeks, maybe more. <laughs> and my father decided to teach him to do that and told him to wait until dinner <laughs> and to yeah. do it. He's never followed instructions better than that. <laughs> he, he, he remembered it flawlessly and it was amazing. That character is... Awesome. It's the perfect compliment to Butthead. I think, honestly, of the two characters, I prefer Beavis to Butthead. Um, and Jerry Mouse is, is like the weaker of the two in their area. Um, and it's got to be Beavis. It's, he's got that one line alone lasts Butthead. forever. Butthead. No. We're, are we on Butthead or Beavis? Butthead. 
Oh, yeah, fuck it. Then uh, Jerry Mouse. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Butthead anyway. Butthead's fun. Butthead's definitely better than Jerry Mouse, that's for sure. Has, there been, has it ever been decided, is Jerry male or female? Or is Jerry just kind of like the cross-dressing kind of thing, kind of like Bugs Bunny and so many of the Damn other no. cartoons do? <laughs> did, you say David Bo- did you say David Bowie, Jen? <laughs> because sometimes they draw Jerry with very with with the very long eyelashes. Yes. You know, and and he'll and it'll do the uh, you know like the you know like the the crossing of the legs and the leaning over and uh, you know like the tr- the traditionally drawn female poses. So I'm not sure on that. Not that it really makes a difference. I'm just wondering because I can't. I don't know. I don't know if you've um, noticed, yeah. but I have some really bitching eyelashes. So you know, and I'm a dude. I don't usually look that deep into your eyes. I'm usually just staring at your tits, Justin. So. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> 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 um, for me, I I'm gonna go vote for Jerry because I think Butthead's way. I think Jerry is a bigger part of of its combo than Butthead is, because I think Butthead is just being dragged along. All right. What say you, Mark? I'm also going for Jerry Mouse, because Beavis and Butthead has a connotation that is different from the show to me that I'm not going to discuss on this podcast. Okay, yes, I understand what you're talking about. I'm with you 100%. You're building a mystery that has to be unraveled. Yeah, we'll, to get together for that one. We'll tell you. We, we, it's very quick. It, it can be said after the podcast, but it definitely can't be said uh, now. Uh, 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 uh. All right, so we have four. We got. We're tied two two. Butthead, all the way. Three two, Jen. What up? Um, I have to sadly go butthead. Okay, four two for butthead. Alright, butthead, right. butthead moves butthead forward. Alright. In the sixth matchup here, we have the classic Woody Woodpecker versus the, uh, what would you call this? Maybe like the second or third generation of like Disney characters? Yeah, it's the third, it's second you know? to third for sure. We got some yeah. bird on bird action. Of uh, Darkwing Duck. And for those that don't remember, Darkwing Duck was the Batman clone that uh, was. Not played by Donald Duck, but it was, uh, but it was basically, I'm going to be Batman. So he also kind of had a little bit of, like, the shadow, you know, in those, yeah, old, ra- those old radio dramas. Yeah, I think it was more of the shadow of his Batman. Um, Let's get dangerous. Darkwing Duck was a pretty good one. I remember Darkwing Duck being on that, like, afternoon block when yes. I was getting home from, like, middle school. WPIX. And... Yeah, on PIX, exactly. And uh, I remember watching Darkwing Duck, and Woody Woodpecker was one of those ones that, like, it was an older one. It's an older cartoon. It never really, it just never really, like, clicked with me. I thought it was kind of entertaining, but I always liked Chili Willy more than Woody Woodpecker. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the new Woody Woodpecker movie? That's out, uh, I think it's on Netflix now. I like it. No. Oh, yeah. No. Because I can like, watch it with him a couple times. It's not bad. Okay. How does the, how do they do the laugh? Is the laugh good? Yeah, of course they got it down. 
Um, as much as I I remember having pleasant memories of Darkwing Duck, I couldn't tell you like anything that happened in any episode or like any storyline ever. Like I think there was a I think there was a duck that also had like that rode around on, a, on like one wheel and had a helmet, but like I couldn't really tell you much more than that. Guess what, Duck? Yeah, wasn't he from that? What was it? I mean, he was in some episodes, but Gizmo Duck is mainly from DuckTales. Yes. Okay. Which I, is which is far I'm, superior to Darkwing Duck. That I'm mashing it up again in my head, but like I couldn't tell you. I mean, I know uh, Launchpad was in Darkwing Duck and in a couple other shows as well. DuckTales primarily as well. Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't really know who I'm gonna vote for here. This is... Does anybody have particular feelings on this matchup? I'm going for Darkwing Duck on this round. Mark is Darkwing Duck. Okay. I remember watching Woody Woodpecker as a kid, but I don't remember a hell of a lot about it. I never really watched Darkwing Duck. On character design, I like the idea of Darkwing Duck. Woody Woodpecker, I have a vague memory that he was another one of these characters that just likes to screw with people like Bugs Bunny, but he just wasn't as cool about it. Mm. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote for Darkwing Duck on character concept. Okay. Much deeper character, obviously, considering it, ca- you know, it carried the show. They, uh, it, they weren't just using the animal traits; they were making it, you know, it was more of an anthropomorphization of it. So, big sense. Um, I'm also going to go Darkwing Duck. It was one of my favorites, though. I'll be honest. I'm similar boat as Kevin. It seems like everybody else. I can't quite remember like any plot to any specific episode or anything. Um, but I do think that Darkwing Duck overall is a, a better, a better character. It has the. Uh, has the advantage of being done later, and like I said, being more of a person duck, well, like a like a than a just a woodpecker in a tree. Yeah, he was yeah, trying I mean, to mysteries somewhere. I don't know exactly, and, and I don't remember the plot of any particular episode either, which is very strange to none of us do. But I remember enjoying Darkwing Duck. Yeah, I mean, the thing, the other thing with Darkwing Duck too is, is like the ancillary or side characters involved, like the, the talent that was involved. Like Tim Curry voiced one of the bad guys in Darkwing. I was going to say that. Okay. So you got high quality talent there. I looked it up. I've never seen it. Nineteen ninety one. I was in like tenth grade or something. I didn't watch Darkwing Duck, but um, I'm looking at it. It says. Um, Dan Linetta did a voice. Tim Curry did a voice. Phil Hartman did a voice. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've never seen it. Um, but honestly, Woody Woodpecker annoys me. No end, his voice. That, I can't stand that. So for that, for that, for that reason, Darkwing Duck for me, um, Darkwing Duck. If you guys think if you guys think that was good, Pete, you gotta hear Pete Pete sing. Uh, um, what is it? Uh, what's the song from Prince you sing? Yes. Yeah. I haven't been able to sing that high in like fifteen years. Yeah, I know. I completely lost my powers. I remember. Uh, I remember yeah, what he did it though. It was it was fucking I, I fantastic. Even if I wanted to, but I, I used to be able to sing in the proper octave, like a sexy MF, and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Oh, uh, don't feel bad, Pete. You're still a sexy MO. It was yeah, it was it was a serious panty dropper back in college. <laughs> Alright, what's our what's our vote at Sandy? I think Darkwing Duck has enough to walk by here. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I, I really have no feelings on this one. I just, All right. Well, you, you're, 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 you're voting, you're voting for, you're voting for Darkwing Duck then. All right, good. Okay. All right. This one is difficult for me because it pulls on two very different parts of my childhood. You have Elmer Fudd and He-Man. So, like, now we're getting to two really different kinds of, like, way, way different kinds of cartoons. And way, way different depths of characters. Yeah. So... This one is difficult for me, but because I, I really love Elmer Fudd, but He-Man is my shit. That is like the OG cartoon, numero uno. I had the undies. I used to run around in my in my in the, my mother's apartment wearing those undies, holding the sword with my training toilet seat on top of my head. Don't ask me why, but that's what I did. That's not even part of his costume, though. No, it's not. And I used to just go, I used to raise the sword up and go, I have the power, like, all day. Like, it was the thing I did. I, we, I, there is a picture of this that I will try to find. I will put it on the internet. I don't give no, a fuck. No, don't do that, no. The oh, mental image alone, I'm going to need to no, sanitize my brain. If I, here's the thing, if I can't... when he's doing it, it's not him now doing If I, but here's the thing, if I can't... Both things touch on male sexuality. If I can't find the picture, I'll reenact it for everybody, live. No, um, so, no. <laughs> I love He-Man. I can remember a ton of the episodes, even to this day. He-Man is amazing. It's actually a pretty, like, for at the time, a relatively interesting show. And if anybody has time, they should watch the uh, the thing, the toys that made us. They should watch the He-Man episode. Some really fucked up, crazy shit happened to get those things to, to market. Good, that, that was a good episode of that show. It was fantastic. Um, so, I'm, I'm 100% He-Man all the way. I think it's tough to go against Elmer Fudd. I don't think Elmer Fudd should be taken out in the first round, but Elmer Fudd, unfortunately, went up against He-Man, and He-Man kicked the shit out of him, so <laughs> He-Man won. This is a classic, it's unfortunate hero versus zero matchup. I mean, Elmer Fudd could never gain any traction with Bugs Bunny. And uh, He-Man is freaking He-Man. It's got to be He-Man. It's unfortunate. Elmer Fudd's a fun character. He's a good character, but... Elmer Fudd's a shitload... Elmer Fudd's better than half of the shit we talked about already. Listen, I, that, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm saying. Elmer that Fudd. Reason, I am voting for Elmer Fudd. And you know what? I'm voting Elmer Fudd as well. See, but the thing is, Elmer Fudd's better than Elmer. half of the shit. He-Man's better than all of it. Yeah. No. I don't... I don't... Well, I'm so a girl. And I, I think it was I wasn't even into that, though. No, I, I was going to say, you didn't strike me as a Shira. We might have, like, a little bit of... I was going to say, uh, you were more of a gem girl, weren't you? Yeah, more or less, but not even that. I was watching, like, Elmer Fudd, so, Elmer Fudd. All right, what do you... What do you... And Elmer Fudd did get Bugs Bunny, because he killed him with the Sword of Magic Helmet, Sword of Magic Helmet as we mentioned before. Rabbit season. <laughs> Duck you know. season. Listen, I think Elmer Fudd, Elmer Fudd provides a much better foible to... Well, such a large slew of characters that over time he was able to develop into such a good character and have the real depth and have emotion and have depth to him. Whereas He-Man just is the boring, ultra-perfect good guy. You know? Battle Cat was way cooler than He-Man. Ooh. Battle Cat, I, okay? Battle Cat Battle was really Cat cool, was... but he's not cooler than fucking He-Man. Yes. And then, like, why? 
All right. And let's be honest, Lionel, and I'm more of a Thundercats guy than He-Man. Like, yeah. Keep, like, like that's where I that's where I fall with that. But I think Elmer Fudd, like, he's so good, and he's so, and he's just there. He's such a structural foundation point of cartoons that it's really hard to let him go. Yep. All right. So, Mark, since I voted for He-Man, I'm I would literally bet my liver that you're going to vote for Elmer Fudd. But let me know what you're going to vote for. I am voting for Elmer Fudd. I fucking knew it. <laughs> only only one of one of them has made an appearance in The Far Side. That is such a fucking random thing to vote for. Right. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. We got a tie. It's 3-3. Three, three. It's the first tie. Uh, We're going to do Justin's patented hit fucking... Uh, Thing. I'm gonna. I'll hold up the one that's up. We got a a V, a v for victory. This one's gonna be for um, uh, He Man, and then the back side of the cap is gonna be for Elmer Fudd. All right. I feel like there's bias involved here. Boom. He Man. Nah, I'm not lying. Everyone here. If everyone, if anybody, if any of you motherfuckers think I would lie about this shit, like. <laughs> you misunderstood those chats. You don't know me. Meal imbalance. <laughs> if Amy were here, she could have broken the tie, and she would have voted for Elmer Fudd too. So, but no, she's not. I'm disappointed. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna continue this bracket under protest. <laughs> like the baseball players do. Yeah. All right. My way next. Is he playing the turn of futures game? Oh. All right. Our next match up here. Find out who goes against the cheating He-Man. Is Stimpy and Shaggy. I will gladly start this one off. Shaggy oh. is one of the characters that is. Shaggy is stoned all day long. Love just him. Hanging out with Scooby Dog. Shaggy is much better than Stimpy. I never cared for Ren and Stimpy ever, and I'm a big fan of Scooby Doo. Always was, always. Um, it's 100% Shaggy. Shaggy's the oh, fucking man. man, dude. Guy, guy sits there, gets ha- gets stoned, eats dog biscuits with his dog. He's he's but the fuck. He's the and then, and then and then somehow somehow helps somehow actually actually helps out in solving fucking crimes. And and he's still only in high school. It's amazing. Uh, Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah, but also too, like, have you seen like the the Shaggy like Ultra Instinct like meme at all? <laughs> no. 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 Oh. Listen, this is one of my. I I, I will send that out later. This is one of my favorite things about Mark. Mark has never seen one episode of Friends, but he will pull shit off the internet like 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 a goddamn Rolodex. At least three. I I saw that Elmer Fudd far side thing, man. It happened. You've seen three episodes of Friends. Most people see three episodes of Friends a week. Sometimes on Nick. I hate that show. Yeah. I hate that show, and I always have. But I've seen way too many uh, episodes of it. I've seen the entire series like four fucking times. Oh god! Well, that, that's because of your wife. Yeah. Oh, that is like the most overrated show. If there was no Seinfeld, there would literally never have been a Friends. It would have lasted oh. a season. Uh, listen, I'm not a Seinfeld fan either, so I can't. No, but I, I, I'm not either. I, but if they didn't have Seinfeld as a lead-in. Yeah, if it, I'm not either, but if they didn't have a if they didn't have Seinfeld as a lead in, they would have died way quick. Yeah. Um, so. my, vote, my vote's for Shaggy here as well. I <clears throat> I like Stimpy way more than I like Ren. Um, but 
I think Shaggy is a way, way better character on every facet. Mark is playing some random shit because now he's fully hammered. It all caught up. After I finished the 11.5% uh, Imperial Quarter, I opened up a can of 2018 Black Friday, so you know. All right. I'm, I'm okay, a lightweight no. here. I'm four, beer, I'm four beers in. I'm nowhere near you. I got to catch up. Oh. As a beer update, I've moved on to Cloudy Mentality. My last uh, can of Cloudy Mentality, and I've got another of those on Black Friday. Fridays, Ron, right behind it. All right. We are drinking, uh, we've moved up to a raspy ripple, uh, raspberry hard cider, also from Poe Boy. Ooh, that's I, sh- I shared you guys the link of uh, Shaggy beating up, beating up a bunch of biker dudes, so you're welcome. Okay. You. I'll post that. I'll post that in the show notes for anybody who's listening. All right. Um, where do we say? I think we've got four for Shaggy. We, we, we do. Um, Mark is going Shaggy as well, I assume. Yeah. All right, Pete. Um, word, Stimpy. Get, I'm really surprised. I am really surprised that Stimpy got zero. I got to be honest, and not because I like him, just because I assumed. That, I honestly thought that both Kevin and Mark would be stimp, uh, fully Stimpy on this. I'm a fan of Stimpy. I think he just got a bad matchup here. I don't know which one's which of the two, Ren or Stimpy. Stimpy's the fat one. Yeah, I don't know. I never really. Stimpy's the fat little cat. All right. Um, all right. So as we move on here, we've got Scrooge McDuff versus Heathcliff. I remember the sound. I remember the intro, but I don't remember anything about the show. This guy gets to swim through a fucking money bin. He gets to dive in a money bin, swim through gold, and swim around. And come up and do like swan dive back in. You go. Oh yeah, he's got the life. Heathcliff got a shitty matchup because Heathcliff is good. Great theme song. But at the same time, I think DuckTales might be my all-time favorite cartoon. To be honest with you, the old school one, not the new one. The new one's shitty. No, the, the new one's, one's really, really fu- good. The new yeah, one is right. fucking yeah, awesome. The old one, the old one is really good too, but the new one is Quite awesome. Scrooge McDuck is an old fucker who's still out there doing like like uh, crazy shit. You know, he's he's um yeah, he's exploring the world. Heathcliff, Come on. his his life is like a hurricane. All right, in, in the world. <laughs> um, so basically, Lara Croft with feathers. Yeah, and way I more think money. Going more for a rich Indiana Jones, but yeah, he might be Lara Croft too. Who knows? I haven't seen his boobies. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think um, I think I think it's safe to say that uh, Scrooge McDuck is getting a walk on this one. Yeah, Heathcliff's got a great theme song, but beyond that, I don't remember much from it. I love Ducktales. He's everything that you wanted his dumbass nephew to be. Yeah. Did you? Did it, the, have you guys? I think Mark probably has. Have you ever seen the um, biologically correct? DuckTales intro movie? No. Uh, no, but I think I know where this is going. It's it's pretty funny. You gotta check it out. It's, it's, it's You know, obviously it's someone diving onto 
funny and just like shattering their spine. <laughs> I thought you were gonna. T- I thought I thought they were all gonna have like four foot penises, like all the other ducks. <laughs> all right. Corkscrew penises. Let's not leave that bad back. Yeah, Corkscrew. That's right. the important part. They were all super uh, rapey. All right. Our next matchup here goes to um, a classic character, but then also I want to say like kind of like a fringe character, but like. Occupies a weird space in the animated universe. So we have Space Ghost for Speedy Gonzalez. And Space Ghost was I didn't understand it when I when it was on when I was watching it and now like in retrospect it was really good and really funny. But like Space Ghost is weird. He definitely like occupies a weird extra space. Yeah, like, are we talking about, like, the original 60s Space Ghost cartoons, or were you talking about, like, the late 90s, early aughts reimagination of Space Ghost? Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, right? Yeah, in Cartoon Planet. Ghost was great with crack. Uh, oh, absolutely. I was wondering why that happened. Justin. Yes. As, as, as a official craftsman of the bracket, are we talking classic Space Ghost, or are we talking 90s Space Ghost, Coast Coast? I think that it's any Space Ghost, honestly. You have to take them all into account. That's how I look at it. I mean, just like we were talking about the new and the old DuckTales, the character lives on. You know, some of these characters, like Mickey Mouse, were around for 100 fucking years. I mean, if, you, if, you were, if we were just basing this on, like, the really old Mickey Mouse, he wouldn't get shit. Yeah. Um, does anyone, um, Anybody have particular feelings on this one? Anybody a big yeah, fan of either of these guys? I, I, I actually used to like listen to the CD. Like I'm not kidding you. I had that Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Like I love beans. Like there are some good songs <laughs> on there. Um, Space Ghost is great. Speedy Gonzales, he's just such a small character. Although he does, he has a nice. That's because he's a mouse crank. I think I'm going to vote face Space Ghost as well. Speedy Gonzalez was never more than a uh, a peripheral character for me anyway. And he's just a terrible Mexican caricature. Yeah. And I don't think he's particularly entertaining or funny in any way. So he's a racist stereotype that has not aged Yeah, but uh, Space Ghost, I gotta say, like the jokes of Space Ghost that were on, especially for me when I think Space Ghost, I think of Space Ghost Coast to Coast, and like again, it kind of falls into that weird little bracket of like jokes. The first time I watched them, like I wasn't quite old enough to get, and now as I watch them again, I'm like, oh, you were really good. That was really funny. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buck the trend and go Speedy Gonzalez. I always found it really entertaining. I I know that it is a you know over time has become incredibly racist, but it uh, it's a fucking cartoon. Like if we're gonna judge cartoons, I mean Jesus Christ. Like we're gonna talk about Cartman at some point. Cartman fed a kid to his, his parents, a kid's parents to him. So like if we're gonna talk about offensive shit and like not vote for them because it's offensive, like fuck that noise. Oh no, it, that'll that'll come up with that'll yeah. come up with Cartman. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I, 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 I found Speedy Gonzalez to be one of the shows, when, especially when I was a kid, that I would, I would 
want to watch those particular ones. Like, if you were able to, like, now, like, pick what you wanted to watch. My son was so confused today. I was watching live cornhole on ESPN. Let's not. Let's not unpack that. Let's not. Let's not figure that shit out right now. Um, that it was basically it was a small cry for help. That's really what it was. But uh, they they made the Ocho real now. That's how desperate they are. Dude, dude, I'm, I'm, listen to me. I am not fucking around. It was on live, live for almost two hours. Like they did on ESPN, not you, not two. Not Ocho, regular ESPN for almost two hours. That's how little they got. They couldn't even put Stephen A. Smith somewhere to complain about something. <laughs> so anyway, we're watching that, and Jake goes, "How much time is left on this?" And I, go, I said, "I don't, I don't know. It's live." He goes, "What do you mean?" Like he's so used to things being pre-recorded and picking what he wants to watch that he couldn't oh, understand yeah. that it was happening in real time. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's really, it was very amusing. But anyway, if I could have done that when I was a kid and picked what I wanted to watch, I would have watched Speedy Gonzales. So I'm voting for him. I'm going with Space Ghost, because Space Ghost, Ghost to Ghost, also led to The Brack Show, which is also another classic, like, Adult Swim cartoon. All right. It doesn't... Wasn't, uh, wasn't Birdman also on uh, Space Ghost? Uh, no, Birdman was its own separate in both ways but yes Birdman, every Birdman attorney in law is like that's amazing yeah that, that is something that is oh Mark Mark you gotta look up um god damn it Gary and his demons I think you'll really appreciate that show I I've definitely heard the title yeah I, you gotta watch that I think you'll appreciate that um Pete did you vote I, I didn't. I, I don't think I ever watched Space Ghost. It's one of those things that, like, I feel like I'd be interested in. And when I was a kid, I loved Speedy Gonzales. Like, I just, you basically said kind of everything that I thought about about this whole thing. Um, I'm, I'm going to vote for Speedy. Word up. Jenny's vote was Speedy as well. Oh, we got a tie. Uh, 3 3. All right. So, does somebody else want to flip so I don't get, like, fucking roasted here? All right. So if it comes up with the C, it's me. <laughs> You're fucking hammered. I love it. Oh, could be C. C, speedy bitch. Woo! Uh, oh man. I'm over two on the flips here. This isn't fun. Well, so, uh, I am on my second ten plus ABV beer. Yeah, I'm on my. I, I just opened a. Uh, the, I forget the name of it, like Vargas or something, Black Lager from TBC. Actually, I guess it's closer to three, but yeah. Holy Van, shit! This Vanguard. Is good. Vanguard. Yes, this this is unbelievably good. All right. Hold the can up for me, Justin. What is that? Um. I, yeah, it's like they wrote on it. Yeah. It. Uh, it I think that's I think it's like Schwartz beer, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's, they, they call it a black lager, but it's got a fair bit of roast to it, so I'd say, yeah, it's definitely a Schwartz beer category. Um, All right. What do we got here? Um, oh, this is an interesting All right, one. We, we, are on, we are on matchup number 11, and I think we have, for the first time, two, two really nice guys. Yeah. Two really nice guys. We have Mr. Magoo and Tigger. Two. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. 
Tigger's kind of an asshole. Yeah, I knew this was coming up. I knew this was coming. Mark, go ahead. You have the, you have the floor. I knew it was coming. Go right ahead. No, I mean, he Tigger's kind of an asshole. He's full of himself. He's like, I'm the best. I'm the only one. No one's better than me. He's all about having fun, though, too. And Mr. Magoo fucks shit up. Mr. Magoo is the blind fuck walking around a construction site putting people's lives in danger. He doesn't know he's doing it, but that doesn't change anything. I kind of hate both of these characters. I don't have any... Anyway, what? Please elaborate on that. I can't. I just have have overwhelming negative feelings about both of these characters. You're saying you hate Leslie Nielsen. I don't hate Leslie Nielsen. But, what is, did Leslie Nielsen voice Mr. Magoo? He played Mr. Magoo in, like, two theatrical releases. I wasn't even aware that those existed. So I, I can't, I can't comment. And we're also uh, only discussing the cartoon character. Well, then there's nothing redeemable. No. All right, uh... Go ahead, go ahead, right. Kevin. I'm, I don't. I don't really have to. I, I was going to pontificate for no apparent reason. You should probably take the floor. Okay, I was going to say that for me. Well, Mr. Magoo was always entertaining. He doesn't necessarily hold any kind of special place in my heart. Tigger is. Well, yeah, you could say he's the. He's, Mark, you could. I agree with you that he is. In retrospect, he is the dick. All right, but he's kind of the lovable happy-go-lucky character that helps keeping everything moving along. And I really... I always liked Tigger. I always thought he was entertaining to me, so... And he's a bad influence Yes, but at the same point, like, we all have friends at some point that are kind of assholes, that are kind of my bad influence. And I'm gonna not stare directly in Justin's eyes when I say that. But, like, they're... But, no, at some point, I think we all have a person in our friend group that is kind of like that, and I, and, and I think that Tigger is, more impor- is important to the folks of the, of the 100 Acre Wood, and I really like Tigger, so I'm voting with Tigger. Between the two characters, the one that, like, holds a place in my childhood would be Tigger. Like, you know, he's the, he's the one I think about way more than Mr. Magoo. I could take or leave Mr. Magoo. I don't think he's good or bad or otherwise, but I would say that uh, um, it would have to be Tigger. Um, apparently, he's my fucking spirit animal, according to Kevin, so like, I guess i got to pick him. I'm not saying he's your spirit animal. I'm just saying, by Mark's characterization of his character, there are some resemblance. Okay. I, 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 I take that with pride. Yeah, you're an asshole. Same with me. Mr. Magoo never really... Had a huge impact. There were a couple moments where they like, kicked the shit out of somebody. I'm like, oh, he's pretty cool. But Tigger had a huge role on Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is a great classic show. Um, Tigger wins. Tigger wins 100%. Okay. Tops are made out of their bottoms are made out of springs. There you go. Pete, you got to pick one. Tigger is a wonderful thing. Tigger. All right. Mark, are you voting Magoo just because you hate Tigger? Yes. Okay. All right, so uh, Tigger moves on. We can hear more about Mark's hatred for Tigger later. Okay. 
So this is a fucking heartbreak matchup. Heartbreak. Speaking speaking of your friend that is an asshole, we have Bender, who is the epitome of that. He is the epitome of that as a person, and the classic Southern gentleman of Foghorn Leghorn. This is the next matchup. Fucking brutal. Foghorn Leghorn. All the characters in that ecosystem, Foghorn Leghorn is the best one. He's the best. He's my son. He's the greatest part of that. Bender is probably top three like favorite characters in anything for me almost ever. So it's very difficult. And what blew my mind is that we talked about Adventure Time earlier. Jake the dog is voiced by the same dude that voiced Bender. Oh, dude, Justin, to open up that can of worms of, like, the, the voice actors that do so many different voices, like, over the course of cartoons, is incredible. Like, of that whole bracket, like, that whole age group that was He-Man, um, He-Man, uh, Voltron, um, Transformers, Gobots, Cats, Gobot, like, that whole, like, that whole, like, age group there, like, that whole time period. You can run across the same people so many different places. Well, the biggest one is Archer and Bob's Burgers. And what was really funny is we watch oh. we watch um, the show on YouTube, the cooking show called Binging with Babish. He had the, that, he had the, he had that dude on because he was doing Margaret. Yes, he was doing martinis with H. John Benjamin, right? Yes, exactly. And I couldn't. I had to turn away from the TV because I couldn't look at him while he made the voice and it was just his fucking voice he's not even making oh, a yeah, voice no he's not doing a voice no it's just your voice he sounds yeah i couldn't i it was freaking me out so much and i, I love bob's burgers but i had to stop watching it because i watched he, archer he for had, so much he was a big part like sketch actor on late night with conan o'brien back in the day yes yeah, I mean, I, I had to watch stop watching Bob's Burgers because I couldn't handle, I couldn't see Bob because he was Archer. Like, the voice was so Archer. Even though there's definitely a subtle difference when he's doing Bob. The voice yeah, is more rounded. at the same time, he's also the voice of the coach from Home Movies. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. It's And it's his, it's his, just his voice again. It's just his voice. <laughs> I gotta say, seeing Aisha, the first time that I saw Aisha Taylor in person... Like as a human being. Oh my god! And after him, I was like, "What's happening? What's happening with my brain? What's going on?" To be fair, Archer Archer probably should have made this list. Um, oh, he could he easily could have been on that list. Yeah, but that, I mean, is, that is a fantastic show. Yeah, and it, it just keeps going. Um, so these this is a, this is too difficult for me to call right now. I love both these characters. Does anybody have like a definitive one they like more than the other? I do. Okay, I knew one of the Kellys would. I never liked Futurama. I tried. 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 God. I love Foghorn Leghorn. I say I love Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> He's so. badass. You're right. You can't blame him, but damn. I only, I only watched Futurama because it was on after The Simpsons. Right. If you still kept the show on, if you didn't turn it off or whatever. Futurama or whatever. It was on the background. Yeah, Futurama was good. But it was the show that was on after The Simpsons yeah, for me. It was Futurama got shafted by Fox. Let's be honest. Futurama got shafted by Fox. It is a far better show than The Simpsons, and that is a hill that I will die on. Stop! No. Oh, I'm going to be a drunk. Oh, God, I'm, I'm done with you. You can't say Number shit like one. that. Yes, I am drunk. Number oh, two, I'm already in. 
Simpsons! Listen, Futurama. Futurama is a fantastic show, and I think Bender is one of the best characters that has popped out of a show that has produced a lot of really good characters. I think a lot of Futurama characters are really, really entertaining. I'm voting for Bender over Foghorn Lenhorn. Because Foghorn Lenhorn just doesn't pull the whole lot. Rodriguez. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to build my own casino with hookers and blackjack. And you know what? Forget the casino. <laughs> Justin, you all right there, buddy? I'm doing Zoidberg and Hurricane. No one will say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, We're talking about Bender, not Zoidberg. Yeah. All right, so we got we got Mark rolling Bender. I'm assuming you're going Bender, Kev? Yes, I am. Okay. That's 2-2. Two, two. Pete, where you at? I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'm on Lego. Well, bitch, we, we, we flipping, we flipping, motherfucker, because I'm going Bender. I have the same, I have the same problem with Bender that I have with Quagmire. It's good, it's a good character, it's, but the character's funny merely because he's reprehensible. Like, it, it's, and there's a place for characters like that. I, I, I like that, but I don't know. I just, I, I don't want to vote for them in this conference. I feel like I, I, I feel like you're looking at me too much when you say shit like that. <laughs> You've had that effect on me. <laughs> I, understand, I understand where you're coming from, but I can accept, but let's look at the fact that Quagmire represents a human being, whereas Bender represents a robot. So it's evil technology, not necessarily an evil person. Well, someone programmed him to be that way, right? I don't know what the... Uh... Mark, you're deeper on the lore of... Uh, of Futurama than I am. Wasn't there something that sent Bender off the edge? Or made him malfunction to be an asshole? Well, in the pilot episode, he gets electrocuted, which kind of screws with his programming. See? So, Pete, it's not... It's not, not his fault. He's got a disease. Hey, man. I'm still going with Foghorn. Alright, who's flipping? Because it's a tie. Uh, I'm not flipping I'm anymore. Right. I'm, ty- I'm tired of the fucking hanging chat argument. <laughs> Alright, I'll flip this one. I've got right. the Oma Gang... Logo. We've got Oma Gang on top. We will put. Uh, what, what do we want? Bender. What's the higher seed. Bender's Bender is uh, Bender is uh, will be the lion, and then the bottom will be Foghorn. Flipping. Bottom, bottom, bottom. It landed in my chair because I'm a fat ass. <laughs> We've got bottom. <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast, because this is like a monkey fucking a football right here. <laughs> We've got bottom. Foghorn Leghorn advances. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. I am not. I'm 0 for 3 here, but I am not pleased. Oh, that sucks. Um, uh, that doesn't suck. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I like Foghorn Leghorn a lot. I just, I really liked, I really realized how much I like Bender. All right, here we go. This is another really shit fucking matchup. I'm not happy with this. Okay. So, in this next matchup, we have Beavis, uh, Beavis and Butthead Bing, the better half of that duo, by the way. Yep. And Montgomery Burns. One of the most evil motherfuckers out there in all the land. Isn't it C. Montgomery Burns? Yes. I, you're, it is. You're doing better, you're doing, you know better than me. I'm not, I'm not so good at that. I know, I know just enough to get for Simpsons stuff to make me get in trouble by nothing. Acting like I know what's going on. <laughs> Mr. Burt, I like Beavis, and Beavis is the better of the two of the combo of Beavis and Butthead. But 
Mr. Burns is so hysterical and so evil and so much a better representation of so many things wrong in the world and such a more realistic character that I love Mr. Burns. He's hysterical. He's great. Mr. Burns has the dogs and the bees and the dogs with bees in their mouth. <laughs> Re-release the hounds. <laughs> Yeah, this, this I is mean, a, there's, there's so much more quotable stuff from Mr. Burns. They're saying boo earns. They're saying boo earns. He's like, I was saying boo earns. Yes, you were on Bolden. So that's another fuck Yeah, I mean, this breaks my heart because I, I, I really love Beavis. As I, as I said before, when we were actually talking about Butthead, I couldn't, I couldn't stop pontificating about it, but. God damn it! I think I think that Mr. Burns is just a uh, a product of having more episodes, like so many more episodes and so many more things to happen around him. Um, it's got to be Mr. Burns. It has to. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that that's true. Because I think even if Beavis had more episodes, it would basically be the same very hilarious shit over and over and over again for those episodes. Yeah, it's true, but. It, you know, it just. So this is a hard one because it, in, a, in a short burst, I'd rather watch Beavis on screen because I think I'd, I'd laugh my ass off. But Burns is obviously a deeper character with like a lot of different layers of meaning, and it's, this is a rough one. I don't like this one. I'm glad I'm we finally found something you gave a fuck about. What? I'm glad we finally found something you gave a fuck about. I'm wounded. I'm wounded. I don't know what that means, but Burns. <laughs> Burns. Yeah, and I suppose to get my vote, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to be very skewed, I'll tell you right now, towards anything that's Simpsons, because I'm a huge Simpsons fan. Beavis is a better character, but, but Mr. Burns is Mr. Burns. The, the dogs and the bees, you're absolutely right. They're, they're, they're wonderful, Mr. Burns. That's Mr. Burns for me. I don't, I don't even have to talk about that. Alright. Burns has got the sweep. I don't need to talk to Mark. I know so Mark's can, going Burns. So can everyone give us an excellent... Excellent. 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 Alright. Mr. Burns advancing on with the sweep. Next we have Marvin the Martian versus Lunchpad McQuack. This is another tough one for me. You guys are going to piss me off with this one, I think. This one... This this one's easy for me. It's Marvin the Martian. He's so much better than Launchpad. Launchpad is just the dumbass jock that flies the plane that happens to be the buddy of a bunch of people. I know he made an appearance in a couple of different things, but Marvin the Martian, not only did he want to do the proper thing and probably help us all out by destroying Earth before we destroy it ourselves so he could get a better view of Venus, but let us not forget, he was also the referee in Space Jam. And that's a very, very tough thing to do. So let's give him props for that. He played an integral role in Clueless as well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That's right. There's 0% chance that Mark has seen Clueless. Uh, I've not seen the entire... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> what, was the, what was the Mark and the Martian reference in Clueless? I don't remember that. Whether it's standing online, it's 
Yes. Yes. See, you do Marvin the Martian? I love Marvin the Martian. Yep, yep, not, yep, yep. Got it. But the, the way I believe you guys are going to piss me off because I see you guys leaning up Marvin the Martian and Launchpad McQuack is a wonderful character. Um, he is just ridiculously dumb and makes stupid mistakes and he continuously just gets away with it somehow and keeps his job. But Launchpad gets my vote. No, Launchpad is the epitome of family, of the dumbass kid that has family money that gets away with shit because he's a fucking idiot. And just somehow manages to still close through. Yeah. Fuck Launchpad, Marvin the Martian, all the day. All right, Mark has to have. What do you? I'm sorry, Jim. What'd you say? I'm also Marvin the Martian. I, I love. Oh Martian. my God! This more broken hearts. I remember last week that Jim was going to disown you. Okay, uh, Mark. You have. I feel like you have, would have strong feelings on this. This is a really tough one for me, I'm all yeah. honest, because I do like Marvin the Martian a lot, but uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Launchpad McQuack, and basically the only reason I don't even know you that, that is because of the new DuckTales. Yeah, see that, I, I, agree uh, with, I agree with that. The new DuckTales showcases Launchpad much better than the old one. The old one made him way stupider. He does shit, still does dumb shit in the new one, but he also makes decisions and, like, moves things forward. I'm thinking of the, um, the casino episode in the new one, where they're, they're stuck in the Chinese casino, um, and they're trying to get out. Like, he's integral in them getting out. No, yeah, like, that's, like, that's some of the shit that I love in the new DuckTales, is, like, when, like, they're like, hey, Launchpad, what have you been up to? And he's like, oh, nothing. And he's got, like, three arrows sticking out of him. And he's like, you yeah. know, see, my love, I'll see you soon. Yeah, yeah, there was this whole other episode that happened that hopefully at some point in the future season we find out about. Um, but at the same I haven't seen any of the new DuckTales. You have to. I know to. nothing of this. You have to. It's so good. The, um, what is it on? What platform is it on? Hulu. Okay. Um, Disney, too, I think. Oh, baby. Um, so... I like Marvin the Martian too, though. I, I, I vividly remember the air brake. You know, he's about to crash into something and he pulls the air brake and he stops, <laughs> fucking stops in midair. I love that shit. The, the, the voice on that is underrated too. It's very difficult to pick between the two. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with, with um, Mark and Greg, though. I think the new DuckTales has showcased Launchpad and evolved the character. And Marvin the Martian is still sort of somewhat repetitive in, in what you see him in. So because of that, I'm gonna pick Launchpad. But I still, I wish that I wish they were going against other shit. I wish it was Marvin the Martian versus Mr. Magoo. Listen, Marvin the Martian found different ways to try to destroy Earth. Okay, he didn't just want to use his XP XP nine three space modulator. All right, sometimes he blew it up. Sometimes he used those little just add water margins to go invade. Like he tried to find different ways. He was an innovator. Okay, I love and, and often innovators are not represent they're not respected in their times obviously now is still not their time obviously. i obviously i i love that you remembered that because the second you said it i knew it was right you know what i mean like it was one of those things that came back to me when you said it that's amazing <laughs> i'm starting to have to do this and i think the count is correct but i'm gonna have to push this to a coin flip because i'm definitely all the way from marvin the martian on this one Oh, Thank shit. You. Listen I, to me. If, I absolutely right. love those episodes. 
Okay, Justin. Yeah. I got a suggestion. Go to Google dice roll dice roller and yeah. just randomly roll a die or something. Evens odds. Okay. You're right. That's a better idea. That's a very good idea. All right, here we go. All right, so who has the even, and whoever has the even is the even, right? Marvin is the even, Launchpad is odds. There you go. One second, sorry. All right, I got I to gotta re, uh, redo this. All right, cool. Six-sided die, evens are going to be, uh, what did you say, Kev? Evens are going to be Marvin the Martian, odds are going to be... Uh, launchpad, yeah. Launchpad, okay. I'm rolling. Six. All right, evens it is, Marvin advances. Oh, finally, fate is on my side. Finally, <laughs> all right, guys, we're doing a great job. We're doing a great job. We're cranking our way through this. We're at fourteen of the first uh, bracket, so I'll be honest. This uh, this first round might be one episode. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! The first round's not going to be an episode. We'll go. Trust me, we're going to get through. Okay. We're going to get through these thirty-two. We were in the okay. exact same spot that we were last week, finishing the first round, and we finished in another. We only took forty minutes to finish the rest. Okay, sounds good. All right, this next one, we have Pepe Le Pew and Bullwinkle J. Moose here. And uh, this one, I I like Pepe Le Pew. I think he's funny, but Bullwinkle, like, Bullwinkle speaks to me, man. He's my boy. He, he's, he's one of my, not that he's one of my favorites, but he's one of, sir, he's one of the characters that I somehow relate to the most. That's funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is a tough one. I, I, I always, for some reason, found Pepe Le Pew very funny as a kid. Like, I, you know, I haven't seen either of these cartoons since I was probably seven or eight years old. So, we're talking 30 years ago. We're going off of uh, Child's Eye. So, I don't know, man. It, it's so fuzzy. I gotta hear other people talk about it to try to remember what the fuck was going on. Yeah, Pepe Le Pew and his French accent, um... I, I enjoyed when he was part of the episode when he came out and he did his little like monologue or whatever he did. He came what do you mean, dude? That cat? What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> oh, the cat. That's right. Who gets my vote? Yeah, that's right. You're right. I remember that now. Okay, Pepe Le Pew. All right, we got one for Bullwinkle and we got one for Pepe Le Pew. That's the only thing I remember about Pepe Le Pew. Just the. Uh, him chasing that cat, and the more I think about it as an adult, it's very cringy. Oh yeah. Um, oh, it's super. It's super rapey. Like like ultra ultra rapey. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I, I can't be woke and pick Pepe Le Pew, so I have to pick Bullwinkle. I can tell you right now, Pete. I, hold on. I have to address something to Pete. Pete, this is an important thing. If you ever use the term woke again in a positive manner, I will never speak to you again. Oh, buckle up, buttercup. It's coming. <laughs> you're like, you're like Pete, Pete's like, wait, I have incentive? Hold on. <laughs> I've been trying to shake you for 20 years. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Kelly, do you guys have uh, feelings on this? We got Pepe. I think uh, Greg said Pepe, but uh, Jen, what's your feeling? She said, she said Pepe Le Pew as well. What about Pepe? Really? Okay. All right. So that that opens me up. The 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 woman on the episode said P
I'm also going to say Pepe Le Pew, but it's really, it's really because I don't remember Bullwinkle well enough. I feel like if I really remembered it and I went back and watched it, it's very possible that I would vote for Bullwinkle. Because I can't, it's got to be Pepe Le Pew. Uh, I got to say that Bullwinkle, they redid Rocky and Bullwinkle also. And Bullwinkle is still just, he's just a fun, lovable character. He does kind of do stupid things, but he's always there. He's always the kind character. I, I really like Bullwinkle. He's a special character for me. All right, I'm Mark. Yeah, so it's going to be, it's going to be a tie. I'm voting for Bullwinkle. Yeah, I knew, right. I knew that. It's going to be a tie. So we're going to, somebody tell me what the odds and evens are, and I'll roll the dice. Um, Pepe's the okay. even, and Bullwinkle's the odds. Okay. Bullwinkle's still roll. Five. Bullwinkle. Five. So we got the odds. Uh, Bullwinkle moving on. Woo! Bullwinkle moving on. Now, Kev. So, yes. in my mind, this is the last matchup we're going to do in the first round, and then we're going to move the top of the bracket forward. Okay, you want to do the. Okay. I see how you want to do it. Yeah. Well, no, we got to do one more. On the, okay, you're saying this one that we're doing right now. That, this one, yeah, this okay. one we're doing right now is the last one. Yeah. Okay, so you want to do the top half forward. Okay. Yeah, we'll do the top half. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot more sense then. Okay. And you want to bring this down to the semi? Yeah, we'll go to the, we'll go to the semi and then we'll do everything else the next time. Or you want to go to the quarterfinals on this one. We'll go to round four. Uh, one. That, that's good. We can go to the quarterfinals. Yeah, final. yeah that, that's exactly what I meant, actually, was the quarter. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I meant. okay. Bring it to the second strip of eight. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page here. Two, pe- two right. people here got that. Three people here showed up. That's right. <laughs> All right. So our last matchup in the top half here is going to be um, another classic versus a more modern character. We have Popeye, the Sailor Man, versus the Brain of, of uh, Animaniacs fame. Which, man, that show... I can't, can I make? Can I just like pause for a second and just? Can we all recognize how crazy Animaniacs was, and that I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I totally didn't get it when I was a kid. Yeah, of how same. off the rails that show was. Yeah, that that show was uh, the guy. The guy who wrote that show was for sure on all of the meth. Uh-huh. <laughs> With all the drugs. Yeah. All the drugs. Yeah. That was a little past my time as a kid. I didn't, I didn't watch it at all. Well, I, I didn't watch it a lot because the first time I watched it, I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? I didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I skipped it. I watched it later randomly, um, probably when I was in high school. It was still on. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. There's something to this. And now that you say that, now that Kevin says that, if, as an adult, if I watched it, I probably would enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, I mean, not all of the recurring segments on Animaniacs were like money, but like Picky of the Brain was one of the ones that was like really good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the Brain was a really good was the Brain was a really good character. And I thought it was entertaining. You know, his the way I wish I knew who the actor was, but that voice that he does is fantastic. He has that really deep voice and does the it's mad scientist. Hard, isn't it? I don't know who it is. I'm pretty sure it's Phil Lamar. Okay. No, I'm... Um, He's also heavily involved in Futurama. Yeah. Um, and Popeye's a classic. Popeye is a good... He's a, Popeye's a good character. He's a... 
he's one of your hero. He's one of those hero everything. Always does everything right. Characters keeps fighting through, you know, odds unknown. He's yay American military. Go for him. You know, another another Navy man here. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know exactly where I want to go with this. And to be honest, um, the uh, the Popeye just. It just ran onto the uh, to the olive oil jokes. It just popped into my head. I grew up watching Popeye heavily, to be honest with you. Not only the movie, but also the cartoon. Oh yeah. Um, I, I I hated that Popeye always had to deal with Bluto trying to steal his girl. Like Bluto, back off on olive oil. That's Popeye's girl. Everyone knew that was Popeye's girl. Bluto still kept trying. Um, he was a dick. Um, Popeyes, Popeyes gonna get my vote, and I don't. Th- I, th- I think I might be Popeyes' only vote in this. To be honest with you, but Popeyes got my vote. I'm, I'm gonna vote for you for for Robin Williams' career-defining role of Popeyes. It's not really a cartoon version, but okay, I'm gonna take your vote. Anything that has any association with Robin Williams, absolutely. Right. Jen, what do you think? Well, I um, I was. Yeah. A- in the brain fan. I know I this. watched a lot of cartoons at that age, um, early 90s, right? So I didn't watch a lot of cartoons then. But I found Pinky in the Brain to be so over-the-top intelligent and just hilarious um, on such a different level than I guess I was like a late teenager. I was almost like going out of college. And I think the humor got me. So, I mean, I think the brain's one of the best characters out there. I'm going to go with the brain. I know for sure Mark's going with the brain. Oh, yeah, I know. I have to. The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. So oh. apparently the actor's name was Maurice LaMarche. He's got a huge... Oh, that's it. Maurice LaMarche, that's it. And, and the process of looking this up, apparently they're... involved in Futurama. Apparently they're reviving um, Animaniacs. Yes, they are. something... He's, he's going to be involved in that, too. Badass. Um, Kev, have you have you come to a reconciliation? Because I haven't either. This shit is tight. You know, I, ha- I haven't yet. I like Popeye, and I enjoyed the Popeye cartoons. Um, I'll be honest. I missed the Popeye movie, like, movie with Robin Williams. I just... Me too. I just have, I never watched it. I know it's, like, one of those ones that, like, I guess I, like, like my age bracket I should have seen, but I just didn't. Um, I saw all the Rocky movies this week, so I get that age bracket thing. Listen, Rocky, Rocky one is a really good movie. Two and three are trash. No, no, four no. Has good, four it's has so... good lines, and five doesn't doesn't even deserve to be. Exactly. Dude, right, I just watched them this week. If you really want to get on this conversation, three and four are the best. What? Um, are you fucking crazy? Squealed like a girl. <laughs> Holy I don't, I don't shit! Three and four are the best, and five gets a whole lot of hate. But that fucking fist fight scene outside of that bar was really, really good. So, so he, dude, stop hating on five. The three is pure trash. Trash. The third, dude, the third version. Oh, three was Mr. Cheese. That, yeah. That just, oh. yeah. Oh, it was that horrific. Was trash. Hey, I, I kind of agree. I agree with you, Third one is trash. The fourth one, I think I've almost enjoyed just because of how bad it is. Like you almost accept that it's terrible and you love it for yes. how bad it is. Yes. But like, 
and I'll be honest, and I'll be honest, Greg. Five. I think I only ever saw it like once. It really doesn't. It just doesn't stick with me that much. I remember five being I, I think that was probably my least favorite. One, one is great. I don't honestly know. Five is the one with Tommy Gunn where he's fighting. Is it his son or the kid that he's training? I don't it's, know it's, his, it's his like pseudo son. It's the kid that he's training because his son let him down and became an accountant. I got to say, <laughs> wait. Then yes, it is. Listen, Greg, I'm aware that in... That was a good fucking movie. Oh, okay, got it. Greg, I'm aware. I never a chance to see Creed. Creed is worth seeing. They just lost all their money, and they just moved into, like, the inner city. And he was going to high school, and then those kids beat him up for his jacket. Like, don't tell me he was an accountant. Greg, Greg, I wasn't saying that in the movie he was an accountant. If you watch Creed, his son becomes an accountant and had no interest in boxing. One through five this week with the kids. Yes, but here's the thing. Yes, here's the thing. I said he because in in Creed he's an accountant. His son has no interest in boxing, so he, so Tommy Gunn is like his pseudo son in the movie. That's what you're happens. Ahead, you're ahead of me. Stop ruining it. <laughs> Don't worry, I didn't ruin much. Believe me. Um, but yeah, so no uh, for Rocky. If we're gonna just take, take a sidetrack on Rocky, which is very important, it's Rocky one is the best. Rocky two is the second best. Rocky four is the third best. Rocky three is the fourth best, and Rocky five should have been burned. The film should have been lit on fire before it was let out. The only thing I can think of right now is that it's where Bart is in a room and he's like, Roman numerals, Rocky, Rocky 1, Rocky 2. <laughs> so, all right. We are at we are at 2-2 two, two for Popeye. No, sorry. We are at 3-2 for Popeye and the Brain, and I am the deciding vote. Popeye has three, and we, I'm sorry, the Brain has three, and Popeye has two. So this is extremely difficult for me. Um, I a part of me wants to let it go to the roll because of how how tight it is, but I'm gonna vote for the brain because it is a deeper and much funnier um, show. Although Popeye is is a is a nostalgic favorite. All right, but that's beside the point. So the brain is gonna move forward. Yes. So that, that rounds right. out our that rounds out our first our, our first round for the top half of the bracket. Yep. All right, guys. So let's move back to the top of the bracket here. I I and need to take a, a potty break. I shall be back. You continue. I will join you. Okay. So while Justin goes and uh, tinkles in the potty, we're going to talk about Bugs Bunny versus Yosemite Sam. Wow. The one that we can go to the video to and watch the matchup numerous times. Right. Right, so you have Bugs Bunny versus Yosemite Sam, and as much as I like Yosemite Sam's hat and mustache and his yelling and his, you know, protection of the Second Amendment, Bugs Bunny is a hysterical. Bugs Bunny is a hysterical fucking character, and I really like. I'm a big Bugs Bunny fan. I dislike the nine, the late '90s, 2000 Bugs Bunny of how he got like co-opted after. After I feel like you got co-opted after Space Jam, Space Jam became terrible, but I like the old Bugs Bunny cartoons. I really think they're genuinely funny. They have they have really left a big imprint on my psyche. I'm no, no, there's, there's new, new uh, Looney Tunes cartoons coming soon. Oh boy! What about Looney Tunes or Merry Melody? 
Planet Tins. Yeah. Um, yeah. As part of HBO Max. Really? There we go. All right. Who else has feelings about Bugs Bunny and Yosemite Sam? I, listen here. I, I, Bugs Bunny's a classic. Like, the fact that this was all randomly set and Bugs Bunny got a one seed... I don't know if that was really uh, fate, um, because Bugs Bunny is a classic cartoon character, great cartoon character, and Yosemite Sam, I do like him, but no, it's, he's no Bugs Bunny. I, I, I gotta, I gotta echo all that. It's, it's gotta be Bugs for me. Where, where are we at numbers wise here? We are at three to zero for Bugs Bunny right now. It's Bugs Bunny. Four, Four to zero. I love you. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam is just a pile. What was that, Jim? Bugs Bunny? Bugs Bunny? Yeah, I love Yosemite Sam. One of the adversaries, but... I'm going to throw a vote in for Yosemite Sam for no reason. Not for no reason. It's no reason because he's going to win, but I I, would have voted Yosemite Sam on that. So 5-1, Bugs Bunny. Okay. All right. Now we go back to being more modern here, and we have SpongeBob versus Glenn Quagmire. And I know that Team Kelly is not a fan of SpongeBob, and I get with the repetition. I get with the repetition. I can understand exactly how you despise some of that stuff. But I think some of the and even though Quagmire is like a character that exists on one-liners. I think SpongeBob has way even better one-liners, and some of the lines that are written in SpongeBob are so hysterical, and so and so much more, so much more varied in how they're funny than how Quagmire is. Like that's that to me, that's the thing. Like SpongeBob hits so many different notes rather than just Quagmire, where it's just the same joke all the time. I love SpongeBob. His voice is so freaking it's, annoying. It goes right through right, your quagmire, quagmire. Through the back of your skull, through the front. <laughs> so, quagmire. Mark, Sponge, uh, SpongeBob for you, right, Mark? I'm going with SpongeBob just for the strictly on the three later. Yeah, and there's a SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Well, we're flipping a fucking coin here because I'm going Quagmire all day, every day. All right. You're all in a virtual die. I am. I have all a court. Right. They're both on, though. Go uh, ahead, Doug. Kev. So, what is it? Yeah. So. Heads is SpongeBob, tails is Quagmire. I'm rolling a die, so that's not helpful. Oh, I have a coin in my hand, so I didn't know that. So go flip it up, Jen. Go, go ahead. You, yeah. If you got a coin, do it. Right. What did I say? So heads is SpongeBob yeah. and tails is Quagmire. Yeah. Wish I could put on too. Heads. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I know it's not rigged because I never in a million years. Are you ready, kids? Are you ready? Boom. <sighs> all right. It pissed me off. Pissed me off. All right. <laughs> Our next one. Hits up with Butthead versus Darkwing Duck. Um, I'm not Team Butthead. If it was Buck Beavis, I might vote for Beavis over Darkwing Duck, but I'll give Darkwing Duck my vote here. I agree with you. Darkwing Duck uh, beats up Butthead. 
I'm going to bump butthead based on cultural importance. I am going to second that. I am a butthead. <laughs> All right, we got, we got two to two here. Mark, Justin? Mark. I'm the Disney afternoon. All right. Okay. Now, this is interesting because if it were Beavis, it would be 100% Beavis. But because it's Butthead and it's the least, my, least favorite of my two, and I probably, I probably, even though I can't remember them, I probably watched all of the Darkwing Ducks probably three or four times on WPIX, it's going to be Darkwing Duck. All right, Darkwing Duck. You know what's surprising to me? Going back and watching some of the Darkwing Duck episodes on Disney Plus is just how violent it is. Like, how often animators drew guns and actually animated bullets flying out of the guns at characters. I'll have to go back and, and check that out. It was one of those things that was surprising to me. Like, wow. This this was geared at children. Every time I think about it, I think of that classic cartoon like where he, his nephews like buy him cigars for his birthday and then Donald catches him and he forces the nephews to smoke the cigars until they're like sick and passing out because he thinks they're like smoking so he wanted to teach them a lesson but really all they were trying to do was buy him cigars for his birthday. Like, I remember this vividly when I was a kid and I saw it again like within the last couple of years and I was like, this is like so messed up. Like everything about this is messed up. That's like when they, when, in the, you know, the one where they would stuff the pies into either the pig or the kid's face or whatever. I was always like, God damn, why won't they do that to me? <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Okay. Our next matchup here, going to find out who goes up against Darkwing Duck, is going to be He Man versus Shaggy. This is going to be this tough. Is rough. This is, this sucks. This is rough. I mean, not that any of you have watched the video that I sent you a link to, but I'm pretty sure that Shaggy can take him in. I'm Shaggy. I'm Shaggy. All day. All day. We got one vote for Shaggy. I knew that was coming. I'm going to dip for a minute. It's, it's, it's the difference between, like, the, the jock side of, like, the... He-Man or like the stoner side of the Shaggy and like yeah, Shaggy wins. Two, two to zero Shaggy right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote for He-Man. I love you, Pete. Oh, that's right. I vote for Shaggy. Fuck off. I hate everything about you. You can't take it back. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 vote, I vote for He-Man. But, it, but it's, this is a hard matchup. I have to vote He-Man. You know, I'm gonna actually try to buy some He-Man underwear tomorrow um, for myself. And uh, it's He-Man all that. He-Man for life. If you try to buy He-Man underwear in your size, you're gonna wind up on a watch list. Like I'm not already on three or four of those. I, I want to see video of Justin yelling by the power of Blake Grayskull in his underwear and his son. Listen to me. It's happening. With the toilet seat on his head, please. You know what? You really, you really should recreate that whole thing. Tell the whole story. Videotape that whole thing. Recreate it now. It will, it will go viral in a heartbeat. And I'll, I'll lose my job. You'll be the new face of coronavirus lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> this man was so bored. <laughs> oh man. 
like I like He Man, um, but I think I was more I was more Team Thundercats and than He Man. Um, Shaggy's a Shaggy's a life goal, man. Like I, I kind of wish I could be Shaggy in my life and just hang out and smoke and just be him and not have to worry about shit and just have everything come up your way and no matter what anyway. And if that's all this if that if that means eating dog biscuits, I'm okay with that. Those weren't dog biscuits; those were animals. Stop it! All right, here's my only problem. All right, right now here's my only problem is that Scooby snacks are sold by Keebler and not by my my guys. So like that's my only beef with them. <laughs> uh, I knew I was wondering um, that was gonna come. My, up. my vote is my vote is Shaggy. That's awesome. So all right, so we're at three to two. Who hasn't voted yet? Mark, right? No, I think that's four for Shaggy. Alright, yeah, I fucked no, up. My, my vote is for Shaggy. That's yeah, five. Shaggy moves on. Oh, so five one, Justin. Sorry, buddy. No, yeah, four to two. Everything he man went through, he was defeated by Shaggy. Four to two. <laughs> it was four to two. Alright. Pete was with me on on uh, on Shaggy on uh He Man. He's my only friend. Okay. So let's move down to Scrooge McDuck. Um Versus Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, Scrooge McDuck all day. And all that Maggie calls. Scrooge McDuck all day, every day. Yeah, Jenny and I have all Scrooge McDuck. Clearly, no competition on this one. Yeah, Scrooge. Agreed. Yes. Six. All right, six nothing. All right, rolling. All right. Now we've got Tigger versus Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn has to take this. No doubt. He has to. No doubt. Southern gentleman over this bouncing crackhead. Like, like, Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn got, got my vote. Uh, Tigger has Jenny's, actually. Alright. I know that I came to bat for Tigger in the, la- in the last one, and I know I went against Foghorn Leghorn in the other matchup, but I'm going with Foghorn Leghorn in this matchup because I like him better than Tigger. I agree, Kevin. All right, 5-1. We got Foghorn Leghorn. All right. Moving on. This one is a tough one, is a tough one for me because it's really two bad guys. We've got Mr. Burns versus Marvin the Martian. This this is rough, but I, I'm making this vote. I'm like, if, if you ask me if I wanted to watch half an hour of the antics of one of these two, I would want to watch a half an hour of Marvin the Martian. Oh, whoa. whoa. I am surprised at how you finished that statement, Peter. Really? I really, I really am. The way you said that, I thought you were going for Burns. No. So, wait a second. No. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm agreeing 100% with Pete. I'm going to vote there. But I get where he's coming from. Marvin the Martian was in basically every second of the cartoon you watched. And to be fair, his cartoons I don't think were a half an hour. I think they, they might have lasted 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. But... I don't know that I would watch Mr. Burns for an entire episode of The Simpsons. I would watch him for ten minutes. I would, but I would watch him for ten minutes of that episode. You know what I mean? Like if, was, if you could rewrite an entire episode where one of these two is the protagonist or antagonist, well, I, I, I would I would go for Marvin the Martian. Yeah, but I mean, like as far as Mr. Burns goes, there's there's the whole like uh, softball. Like power plant softball team. That's episode. a good one. That's a good one where he's in, in most of it. They, they, that, 
one. There's also the one where, like, you know, um, the town thinks that Mr. Burns is like an alien from outer space because he's all drugged out after his How about Mr. Burns 1 and 2? Yeah. I'm not saying I think this is an easy call. It's just where I would fall on. I bring you peace. It brings us peace. Break his legs. <laughs> I bring you peace. That's right. Yeah. I know. I know. Mark's going, Mr. Burns. I'm assuming, Kev, you're Mr. Burns, right? Yeah. As much as I, as much as I went to bat for Marvin the Martian, and I really do enjoy Marvin the Martian, I think Mr. Burns is a really good character, and I really enjoy watching him. He has showed up in a ton of episodes of The Simpsons, not, and he can be just a bit character where he makes the you know, the couple side remarks and it's entertaining, or he can be the real protagonist of an episode or multiple episodes that really carry the whole thing. So he's a better character. I think he's, there's more to his character than there is Marvin the Martian, so I'm going to vote for Burns. So where, where would Jenny fall on this, uh, Greg? Oh, she wrote that really. She's definitely Burns, and I'm definitely Burns. We're both going to be very skewed towards The Simpsons, unfortunately, because we both love The Simpsons. Um... Mr. Burns is a great character. His relationship with Smithers, the fact that he's Homer's boss, like, in general, like, Burns is a great, great character. And Marvin the Martian, I told you, I, I, have, I have more of a relationship with, with Marvin the Martian through Clueless than anything else. Yeah, I'm also going to be a, uh, a Mr. Burns dude. It, it, there's just more depth there. And uh, the definite, like, strange, potentially gay relationship with Smithers helps. Oh, it's not potential. It's straight up. It's <laughs> fabulous in every way. There are diamond-coated cock rings all over that. <laughs> all right, this is this this next one is an easy one for me. All right, the last one in the second round for the top half of the bracket comes to Bullwinkle versus the Party, and it's fu- and this is funny because you almost end up with a character. You have the brain, and then you almost have a character that's very similar to the foil for the brain. A pinky in Bullwinkle. Very true. And so I don't want to say, are you picking Pinky versus the Brain? But Bullwinkle, I, I really like both these characters, and this is a tough one for me. I gotta, I gotta ponder on this one for a minute. This I'm is... going for the Brain here, and uh, you know, I have to give it to the Brain just because of. There's, like, one episode where they spoof the entire Orson Welles, like, Frozen Peas commercial with the brain. So, like, that wins it for me on that front. I know that me and uh, I'm assu- I'm Jen, I'm sure, are going to be the brain. It's it, That show, that, that character, rather, forget the show, that one character... There's so many like lines I can think back on, and I, ha- I didn't even watch the show a whole lot, and I can still think of those lines. So that it, it's definitely better for me than than Bullwinkle. That I can, I love the character, but I, I can't remember things that he did as well. Um, they didn't have as much impact. Yeah, same same story. The brain is one of the greatest cartoon characters ever, and Bullwinkle, I, I you know, I don't, I wouldn't miss it if he was gone. So. I feel the same way about Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle never had a huge impact on my life. The Brain is a good character, so I'm going to give it to The Brain, but I don't love picking The Brain in general, but Bullwinkle's Bullwinkle, you know? No, we don't. I like Bullwinkle. I'm going to go with the vote for Bullwinkle. I think he 
I, I, I hear your guys' arguments of what you said, and I'm not disputing them. But in fact, I'm going to sit there and say, like, because of the way you phrased your arguments, and, and I think Bullwinkle, as much as I like Pinky the Brain and probably saw them more, I think Bullwinkle, just kind of being that happy idiot that good things happen to, I like I like Bullwinkle, and I want Bullwinkle to be better. I want Bull, I want more Bullwinkle in my life than I want Brain these days. So I'm going with Bullwinkle. Makes sense. It, nothing, nothing you say matters, Pete, but what do you think? Ah, uh, usually. Oh, Okay, cool. 4-2. The brain moves forward. All right. So as we wrap up the, uh, we get to our last two matchups here, moving into the quarterfinals for the top half of the bracket. We have SpongeBob coming up against Bug, against the powerhouse of Bugs Bunny. I got to tell you, I, I think, I think Bugs Bunny, I, I don't, I don't know, man. It, I, I'm going to vote Bugs Bunny because I don't... I have more attachment to it than Spongebob, but... I don't know. I almost feel like I'm, I'm, I'm just randomly picking that. I really do. Bugs Bunny's a classic character. It's, it, 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 it's a pain in the ass. It's uh, uh, got some funny jokes. It's witty. It's got uh, like a personality. Um, Spongebob's in the way of shit. I'm going to say it again. Bugs Bunny. We have two characters here that are like certifiably insane, but in very different ways. And I'm, I'm more of a fan of Bugs' brand of insanity than the, than the SpongeBob brand of insanity. It's like calculated, calculated craziness versus just random. So I'm going Bugs. See, Pete, to piggyback on what you're saying here, Bugs Bunny is a sociopath. He has no regard for how things work out. He just wants to do his thing. And if that's crazy, that's fine. Whereas Spongebob is just the, like, it's just an idiot. He's just crazy. He just doesn't know what's going on and is aloof to everything. But, uh, so just to, like, kind of, like, build on what you were saying there. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. So you're saying um, Bugs Bunny is the Joker from The Dark Knight? Um, I haven't seen The Dark Knight, so... What? I can't... <laughs> Sorry, sorry, guys. I, I no. I'm wait. Joker from. I'm sorry. Yes, Joker from the Dark that I saw. I haven't seen the Joker. Gotcha. Me, me neither. Actually, but okay, cool. Gotcha. We're, we're good now. I, I, I'm like, I, damn. I apologize for that. Yeah. I, I was mistaken. I was thinking. I'm like, no. I haven't seen the most recent Joker movie. I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I, I was simply stating that Bugs Bunny just wants to watch the world burn. Yes. That's to me. To me, it's more Bugs Bunny wants to do the things he wants to do, and he doesn't care what happens to other people, in that sense. But I think Bugs Bunny is, like, looking to, looking at the historical perspective, like, things that Bugs Bunny did is, are so funny and so set the tone for what co cartoons are supposed to be and how they act way much more, even though I think the writing is so much more clever on Spongebob. But I think the physical, I think it's almost like the difference between a physical comic and a stand-up comic. I think you're 100% right about that, yeah. You know, and Bugs Bunny is a fantastic physical comic. And you see the jokes, and you see the way he acts, and you, and you have to experience all the things. 
whereas literally you can just listen. You don't have to see the video, but if you just listen to what SpongeBob says, you're like, oh wow, that's actually pretty funny. Even though the actual the voice in which he's saying it makes the Kellys want to murder people. So I'm voting Bugs Bunny. I think he's a better character and I think there's more to it there. But SpongeBob is I think is is a really, really good character. So my vote's for Bugs Bunny. So I think that's four for Bugs, right? Yeah, I'm also voting for Bugs Bunny on this one. I need SpongeBob and I love Bugs. So if it's easy one. Alright, so Bugs Bunny moves on. Yes. I'm just saying one versus forty nine. That's a that's a really tough one to uh to pass up. That that's tough for the forty nine to go up against. That's the end of the Cinderella story. <laughs> yeah. Alright. To find out who goes up against the Bugs Bunny juggernaut, we have Darkwing Duck versus Shaggy. And this one I feel like might have some issues for you guys, because a lot of you have have come up and come up really defending Darkwing Duck, and Shaggy's been a solid winner both of his game, both of his rounds as well. So this is this is difficult. I defend the Darkwing Duck. I defend the Darkwing Duck before the bracket even started when Jenny and I were talking about whether to add it or not. I'm like, yo, you need Darkwing Duck in there. I didn't think we needed it. But but I will say, and I just said to her, I go, look, Darkwing Duck went two rounds. But I'm going to be honest with you, Darkwing Duck does not go three rounds. Shaggy for the win. Shaggy gets my vote. My two. I'm going to go Darkwing on this one. I was never a huge Shaggy fan. <gasps> Didn't you say you never saw Darkwing? <gasps> I'm going based on character concept. When I watched Scooby-Doo, I was just... Shaggy was just kind of there for me. I never really, never really felt anything for him. Okay. Aside, Pete, were you a Fred guy? Is that what it is? Did you really connect with Fred, or did you connect more with Velma? <laughs> <laughs> probably, honestly, probably Velma. I have, I have a feeling. I, I can see you in a large orange sweater. Listen, I hope I hope Halloween is is all clear and we can all go out and do crazy things for Halloween. Pete, please be Velma. I have to, I have to dress as Velma. All right. <laughs> please be Velma for Halloween. You know, if we can't go out, I'll try to I'll try to work okay. it out. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to shave. Okay. You're not allowed to shave though. <laughs> um. I can't be Fred unless you lock Fred in a room for a weekend and just ply him full of salt and and. Chips. <laughs> um, like I can't. I just I can't make that work. Not that I can make Velma work, but you're much closer to Velma than Fred. Let's be I fair. I appreciate that. Um, Listen, we don't know what's going on underneath that orange sweater. Listen, I look like what's going on I look like I ate Velma, so it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> uh, well, maybe Daphne, not Velma. Okay, I appreciate that. That's that's a, that's at least that's that, that's a hundred pound difference. I appreciate that. Um, so I'm going to vote Darkwing Duck, not because I don't love Shaggy. I love the idea of Shaggy, but Darkwing Duck is a more dynamic character. More shit happens with Darkwing Duck. He's not just my, like, lazy spirit animal Shaggy. Darkwing Duck makes, makes shit happen. Mark, what's your thoughts here? Uh, I... I'm going with Darkwing Duck also because there's a tough spot in my heart for Darkwing Duck over Shaggy, in all honesty. Who are we missing? 
So what, uh, me, I believe. What's the count at, Justin? Three to two, Darkwing Duck. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have... Darkwing Duck was there, but, like, he just it never hit on my psyche and hit on my experience the same way that Shaggy did. Like, Shaggy is part of that crew of, of the, you know, of the... Poor Scooby-Doo was way more important to me than... Darkwing Duck, whoever it was. So I'll vote with Shaggy. All right. Well, we got to. Uh, does somebody want to flip, or am I doing a, uh, a virtual dice roll? Roll it up. All right. Dice roll. Who's what? Darkwing is even. Darkwing is even. Okay. Five. All right. Shaggy goes up. Shaggy Darkwing. All right. As we get to the setup for our second quarterfinal here, we have Scrooge McDuck, another another duck character here, going up against the great Foghorn Leghorn. Damn, son. Tough choices. I, I've done a lot of Foghorn Leghorn uh, Wait, what is it? love tonight. I feel like I've given a lot of love to Foghorn Leghorn, but... Scrooge McDuck is a wonderful character. Can we do any Louie? Like, it just works. I, I I love the adventures he gets to go on. I love his relationship that he has with his antagonist, whatever that guy's name is. Don't solve a mystery yeah. or rewrite history. No, but I'm saying he goes he goes to go find these treasures, <laughs> and who's the guy who he's like racing to go against? Flintheart Clomgold. Yeah. Yeah, Clomgold. So, Which, by the way, is like one of the best parts of the the rebooted series. Yes. Amazing. Scrooge McDuck gets my vote. Ultimately, Scrooge, I think, is just a cooler character. Bogle and Lego is a very cool customer, but Scrooge, yeah. I mean, you have to go with world traveler Scrooge McDuck diving into uh, um, big vats of money and then in that one YouTube video getting his spine snapped in half. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely Scrooge McDuck. And I love Bakker and Leghorn, too. I think he's an underrated character. Listen, here's my thing. No, you don't accumulate... You know who's an underrated Woody Toons character? Is uh, Ralph the Wolf. Because most people don't even realize that he's a different character from Wile E. Coyote. Who the fuck is Ralph the Wolf? I I know what he's talking about. I'm with him. I know who Ralph the Wolf is. I know who Ralph the Wolf is, but I gotta be a hundred percent honest with you. I I didn't know his name was Ralph. I, I knew the wolf part. I knew he was different than Wiley Coyote. I knew there was a different like animal. I didn't know his name was Ralph. Didn't, wasn't Ralph the guy that that when Wiley Coyote punched out? Ralph's the guy that punched him. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's right. So, All right. Any anyway. Yes, yeah, you're right. He's not I on think the front. Sam Sheepdog punched him. No. Oh wait a minute. Now I know what you're saying. Yep. Okay. Yeah, sometimes Sam the Sheepdog punched out as well. Like that—that that was a recurring bit. Like things would pause and then they'd all punch out. They, they'd yeah, they'd be and... buddies and go to the bar. Yeah. So here's my thing, Scrooge McDuck. I don't know how he accumulated that wealth, but it's really hard to accumulate that wealth without oppressing somebody. And he had to, he had to do some kind of fucked up shit along the way to get all that dumb. Foghorn Leghorn is a man of the people. He did it by being smarter than the smarties. Oh, Jesus. 
So he did it by being smarter than the smarties. Okay. So he's so he's uh he's Mike Mark Cuban. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> I guess so. Maybe because of the lucky dime, though. Yeah, but there's got there's got to be some wage suppression somewhere along the line to make sure that that all flows into his coffers and not well, into the coffers of people. He wasn't doing what to do his work for him. He was out there. He was out I gotta be honest with you, the amount that you know about this fucking universe right here, like the way that these two shows collide, impresses me more than any knowledge of beer that you've ever showcased. <laughs> Alright, what's, what's our count at here? We are at three to one, Scrooge McDuck to Foghorn Leghorn. Alright, I think, who are we on? Pete, I think we're waiting on you. Me? No, I'm going for Scrooge McDuck. He did. Mark has not weighed in an official vote yet. It's, it's no, it's Scrooge McDuck. Okay, and then we need Jen for posterity's sake. Oh, um, Scrooge McDuck. All right, five to one, Scrooge McDuck. Okay. That's but a first. I, say, I, say I love Bob but Scrooge McDuck. By the way, just so you guys know, Scrooge swept in the first round, swept in the second round, and then won, won five one. That's a first vote against Scrooge McDuck so far. Wow. Well, this, think, ne uh, this, this next one's Scrooge, a heartbreaker for Jenny. Back, I think Scrooge had some softballs the first two rounds, okay? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God, yes. The first round in particular was a total fluff ball. Uh, um, if, you had put Scrooge, if Scrooge had been one more off and had gone up against Space Ghost in the first one, it would have been a little different. Well, here's the thing, though. You, we got, we got. You, so the Kellys have been huge Mr. Burns fans, huge, um, and and we got Pinky. Uh, we got the Brain fans here as well with Jenny. Yeah. So where, where where are we at with uh, with this next one with Mr. Burns versus the Brain? Well, now we come up against the battle of e of evil versus evil genius. So I think it's difficult. I think now. Okay. So like I said. I'd stand on my play. I think the brain is one of the most genius cartoon characters ever. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly when it came out. I enjoyed it thoroughly again in my in my adult life. Um, but Mr. Burns, C. Montgomery Burns, is one of the best, best, best characters ever. We go back to the release the hounds and re-release the hounds. I mean. It, ne it never ends, and the whole Smithers gig, and, and we, like, he's like half dead half the time. If you, cure, if you cure any one of those diseases, he's dead. So what you're saying is, I'm invincible. Yeah. <laughs> no, even the slightest breeze could, I'm invincible. <laughs> All right, so Jenny, you're going Mr. Burns? It's Mr. Burns for me in this case, because... Simpsons win all. Wow. All right. And then uh, we know Greg is Mr. Burns. Absolutely. I know I know Mark is Mr. Burns. No, I'm going the brain on this. Whoa, one. really? Yeah, no. Pinky the brain for me, like, 
that was like one of the best shows that existed for me and also like like the standards and practices people tried to fuck with that show so hard that like you need more characters besides pinky and the brain so they made the whole pinky and the brain and larry episode where they just shoot horned in this extra mouse called larry and they made it very awkward on purpose just to like give a big middle finger to the standards people so, yes, my vote is for the brain. Once again, Mark reaches in to, to the very shallow portion of his brain for some of the most esoteric knowledge that any of us has, has ever known. Now, see, Justin, <laughs> when I think of, like, of cartoons that, like, shape who Mark's brain is, yeah. I, I think of, like, Pinky and the Brain, Futurama, and Space Ghost. Like, those are the things that, like, when I think of those shows, I'm like, yeah, th- those are Mark, man. Those, those are my, that's Mark. Yeah. I'll put your bird, man. Yes. All right. So we're right now we're at two to one uh, for Mr. Burns, one for uh, the brain. Pete, where are you at, man? I'm gonna go with Mr. Burns. I Three still to one. have I still haven't seen Pinky and the Brain. So what is, wow. <laughs> this is Benny Hanna all over again. <laughs> <laughs> it is. This is what? No, I'm watching someone on the phone. Come on, let's go. I said definitely like white. I said it's Benny Hanna all over again. No, this is uh, I, I I had a, a lot of passion about that one. This one, he has not planted a flag and chosen his hill to die on on this front. No, I have. Maybe in the bottom half. All right. Uncharted territory. I really like the brain, but I think my vote has to go for Mr. Burns on this one. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Excellent. All right, well, Excellent. Mr. Excellent. Mr. Burns is going for, but uh, I, I am also going to vote for uh, for the brain on this one. I think that. Uh, oh, oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I I don't know what it is about the brain, but I I just that show worked on a very simple level, but at the same time was very satisfying. All right. All right. So that brings us to the quarterfinals of this first. Uh, of the top half of the bracket here. Our first uh, quarterfinal will be Bugs Bunny versus Shaggy, and our second quarterfinal will be Scrooge versus Mr. Scrooge McDuck versus Mr. Burns. So, That's going to be a tough one for the Kelly household. I think, I think, I think those are both pretty darn good matchups. i got to be honest I, with you, I can't believe Bugs Bunny got this far. I didn't know there would be this much passion for Bugs Bunny. I really didn't. Man, I, th- I I don't think you should be surprised. I think Bugs is solid. Who, yeah, who who there is going to take him out? No, no, no. No, no, no. Here's the thing. When, you got to remember, I build this bracket by coming up with a list of shit, and then I hit random. So I didn't. No, I, I didn't. No, no. I'm saying this for most mostly for the people who like don't know that. <laughs> I hit random. I don't know. I didn't like monitor the 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 ones it was going up against. But when I was making the list and I thought about it, I was like, well, Bugs Bunny's obviously a classic character. It has to be on the list. But it was not one of the ones that I felt was like, it, like an imperative to make it towards the end. Like if Bugs Bunny fell off for me, I would have been like, oh, okay, cool. Bugs Bunny fell off. I kind of thought he might not, though. I didn't think I was as gung-ho Bugs Bunny as I was until we started this. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's kind of what kind of what surprised me is how much people got behind it. The fact that he won the ones that he has kind of makes right. sense to some extent. 
But I, I didn't realize uh, the, the passion that would develop for Bugs Bunny. I, I, I think there's only a couple kind of uh, no, you know, didn't. big guns that would be able to take out Bugs, and I and it hasn't run up against any of those yet. You would have to run up against another classic, like a Mickey Mouse or something like that, to really, um, you know, to really start to go against the quality of Bugs Bunny. I'm excited to see. I mean, we're going to find out next week, but I'm excited to see how the, the Kelly clan vote, votes on both of these because all four that are left are all powerhouses from the Kelly household. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, gang. Um, you know, if you want to weigh in, shoot us a message. Uh, reach out to us across social media. Or, you know, hell, if you know us, just send us a text message and let us know. And uh, tell us where you think we went wrong, or tell us who you think should have made it into those quarterfinal matchups uh, of the ones that we talked about already, because there's a whole other half of the bracket that we haven't even touched yet. So, you know, let us know about that. Yes, uh, and uh, you know, continue to drink local beer. Um, I yes. made another. I did another uh, run through. I bought some 27A Meadworks and uh, some some Ghost. The uh, the the Ghost Blue. Uh, the sour IPA was delicious. Not very sour. Definitely showcased the hops well. I recommend it. Okay. <laughs> You're looking at me. I have it in the fridge. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, it's gonna be badass. I, I'm looking right. I, I am looking at Jen because it, it's 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 a sour that Jen hates and an IPA that Jen loves. So I'm interested. At the end of the day, what kind of sour would you say it would be? It's you know it's it's a, it's a lactic kettle sour. It's a, it, it, it's a it's a very it's a very mild lactic kettle sour. Yes. Would at you, the would end you of the call day. it a palate flipper? It, it, yes, it could be a palate flipper for Jed. Yes, it could. <laughs> All right, well, today. All right. All right, everyone. Well, everyone, be safe out there. Take care of yourselves and uh, cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.